The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Off and running on a Thursday. That was a bit of a delay. What's going on, boys? You weren't looking up. Yeah, you I were looking up over I was staring at the screen. We went a little late into the fade to black and the fade into the show. How are we, boys and girls? It's a Thursday. We got the moose coming in. From the Better Sports Network and WPIX in New York. We got that coming in here in about 10 or so minutes. Yes. Lots of games in college basketball. Welcome to crazy Las Vegas. First question, Mr. Sherapan. Yes. How long of a line would you wait in to buy anything? I don't wait in line. Ever. I'm not good with waiting in line. I'll wait a little bit, but I'm not waiting an excessive amount of time. So if you had the T-shirt or the hat of your dreams, you wouldn't wait in a long line ever. No. no. Time's most important commodity we have, sir. Agreed. <laughs> right now here in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. The Taylor Swift merchandise van, whatever you want to call it, gigantic yeah. mobile thing. There's a line of 500 people. To buy official merch, not to see Taylor, not to buy tickets, to buy T-shirts that you can buy anywhere. I get. I don't know what makes it so crazy that you have to wait in line, but that's Thursday. We've got two college basketball games that are monster here today. The show is Friday, then Saturday is the second show, plus what's happening for the regional final on Saturday at T-Mobile Arena. Where's this person parked? Where are they in front us? of Allegiant Stadium, causing more traffic and issues. <laughs> I mean, who thought of this? I don't. I've never seen this before. I, I've, I'm 45. I've been going to concerts forever. I've never seen the merch. I've seen a merch tent open up the day of the show and have a line. I've never seen a tractor trailer show up and there's 500 people waiting to buy crap. Is this her first show of the in tour? Vegas? Is no, it's, of it's, the it's tour. third show of the tour. The tour. I don't understand what the merch catch is then like for like, it'll be there all weekend. I guess I don't, I mean, or maybe the merch won't be, maybe they're worried about the merch running out. Like, why would you wait in line for the stuff? That would I'm, be my only thought is that you want something very unique and it'll run out that people will, by the time you get to 75,000 people at Allegiant tomorrow night, they won't have what you want, but right. waiting in line to buy something. Of 500 people that you could probably get it somewhere else down the line. Yeah, no. The t-shirt's probably 50 bucks too. Easy, right? I mean, this is, she is the biggest commodity in entertainment. It is, I mean, she sells cardigans. She has a song called Cardigan and she sells cardigans that are $85 on her website. 85 for a cardigan. (laughs) It's an official Taylor Swift cardigan. Is it nice? I don't know. The, You're going to have one. The 17-year-old in me that's, that's, is 
You, like you're, I, you're you're a mark. You're gonna have one. These people are marks waiting in line for this. I agree. Stuff. I mean, this my is, this is Gumpy's word. He uses it all the time. I'm, I'm I get the gump on the mind after yesterday. Yeah, Man. the mark. Yes, Man. it's true. Because when I was in high school, like I, I don't think this will ever come back. Maybe it will. But there was a big word called a sellout, right? There right. Was a big anti. There was a big anti-commercial thing where it's still a thing, by the way. No, it's it? not anymore. With these kids. There's no such thing. Taylor has totally changed everyone's opinion on that. Handing over money and making money hand over fist off your fans is completely acceptable. That was always like a monster no-no. It's still a sellout. I mean, you can do it, but you you know, they did it back then, they're doing it now. It's still the term still applies, no? No, it doesn't apply. It doesn't have any connotation to the kids. They don't care at all. They have no like when it would kill a career. Like I, I remember, you know, the brawls with Ticketmaster with that Pearl Jam had and the brawl that a lot of like the bands that were doing, you know, your dad rock type stuff at the time in the 90s. It was always looked down upon if you were cutting commercials for corporations. Taylor does. C Capital One is the major sponsor. If you had a Capital One card, you could buy tickets ahead of time with Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's a whole new world. It's just, it's un the, the amount of money that she brings in the corporation that is Taylor Swift is quite remarkable. It's a lot of money, billions upon billions of money for one artist. It's pretty wild. So that's today. Crazy day. A lot of fun stuff happening today. Let's get into a couple of things before we get to Moose and we'll get into the games coming up here for, for Moose. You were on hammer down yesterday. Yeah. We talked about this a ton. Yeah. PSU auto. I would make the bets we made yesterday every single time based upon the numbers that we had at our disposal. It's a good lesson, though, that numbers don't really mean anything and the game has to hit. It has to cash. <laughs> yeah. A couple different things working here at the top of the show. One, the numbers don't mean shit. Two, nobody knows shit. <laughs> All right. Let's get that clearly out of the way. Right. Three, everyone's asking why I'm wearing a Penn State hat. We'll get to that later in one of my favorite things about today. Yes. About some some panels and some experts and a lot of other shit that has me pretty far. Are you going scorched earth today? What's that? Are you going scorched earth today? No, no, no. No scorched <laughs> earth. All I right. just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, the Penn State coach is leaving for Notre Dame. He is? He left. Yeah. I'm so, just, he, by the way, do you know he, he's a big Celtics guy? Do you know that? These closet Celtic people—they're all coming out of the woodwork. Now he wasn't closet. He was on the coaching. He was on the coaching staff. Brad Stevens got him the job at Penn State. That's where he got the job. He was on the coaching staff for the Celtics. Yeah, your coach came know. from the Celtics coaching <laughs> staff. I didn't know that. Yeah, and now he's going to Notre Dame because, well, the, you know, I don't—I don't know how much Brad Stevens helped him to get the Notre Dame job, but he used Notre Dame to leverage Penn State. Penn State wouldn't match the contract, and so he's going to, to Notre Dame. Penn State matched; they they exceeded the the oh. amount, right? They just oh, did exceed they? years or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know the details, but. He could have stayed. The tough have argument. A it's a tough, who has a better basketball program, Penn State or Notre Dame? I guess they're it depends on how you schools, right? Hundred percent. And they both get, you know, they're both also rands next to the football programs. But I wonder, 
it's how you see the B, it's how you see the Big East versus the ACC, like which is a more winnable or more competitive Big for Ten. you. What do you mean the Big sorry, East? Sorry, Big Ten. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry. sorry thank you. This Big Ten. Titan shit is on sorry. your mind. You can't get this. I know Ten. what you're thinking. <laughs> Big Ten or ACC? Yeah, I probably would want to be in the Big Ten. I mean, I you agree. To, you're dealing with Izzo, but you're not dealing with as many schools. And North Carolina and Duke are always going to be there. I, right. Like, how do you? I don't know. It's it's. I'd rather be an also ran in the Big Ten than an also ran in the ACC. Because at least in a while. have a shot of breaking yeah. through. Yeah, agreed. in the Big Ten, like you did to catch lightning in a bottle, like 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 Penn State did, and all this stuff. Whatever. Back to the hockey. Uh, Sorry, I had to get that no, in at fine. the top. Yeah. Um, the bets split. I mean, the Edmonton and Arizona game goal in the first ten minutes and first period over one. Mm-hmm. They did not. In the Penguins and the Avalanche game. Second so. period should have been the first period. <laughs> Second period was phenomenal. <laughs> that was the be- only bet that I was on ga- in game live and I made yesterday was I, I told them as the first period I was watching it. And I'm like, we're dead. We're not going to get two goals in this. And then it, after the 10 minute mark, I'm like, that's dead. Mm. So I said, remind me, please, if we are going off the air or whatever, to bet the second period as soon as it comes up. We finished the show. We were off the air. And Gabe goes, Dave, don't forget second period over. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because I'm in between shows. I go to the bathroom and then get back on the air. Hit it over. Boom. Minus 170. Two goals in the first four minutes. Bang. Quick, quick. Boom, boom. Done, done. Real fast. So hockey but, numbers amounted to zero. Yeah. Two quick ones, and then we'll go get to we'll get Moose on here. The injuries oh, out of man, the W. Now they're coming at me with the Penn State. They're gonna lose to Michigan Tech in the hockey. Penn State is in the NCAA oh. hockey tournament. Who are they playing? Michigan Tech. Vinny Who is Michigan wins. Tech? That sounds like something out of a movie, like a made-up school. They, they probably got a good hockey team. Michigan Tech. Yeah, let me see what wow. the line is. There's lines on this stuff. Versus Michigan Tech? Who oh, yeah. Michigan Tech? Wow. That literally sounds like somebody would have made that up in a movie. Like, you need to have a, have a, you need to have a Michigan team. And you're like, um, call it Michigan Tech. Oh, there you go. Okay. Thanks. Michigan Tech. Cross Michigan Tech off the list of sponsoring the show. <laughs> Never heard of that uh, one. Let's what see. You, what Penn State Michigan? and Michigan Tech. Jeez, it's only Penn State minus 120. Oh, well, yeah. we might be in trouble. Can, yeah, probably Upper Peninsula kids in Michigan playing pond hockey. Upies. The Newpies, that's what they're called? You no, know, Upies. Upies. Upper oh, Peninsula. Upper Peninsula people. Yeah. Right, right, right. Upies. Uh, just real quick. Wainwright got hurt lifting. Oh, God. And so people, again, are using this to talk about the WBC. Stop. People, stop. <laughs> I love the World Baseball Classic. Hurt lifting. Did you like it? I loved it. We loved it. He got hurt lifting. And they're like, there we go. Another injury to the World Baseball Classic. He's out, quote, several weeks because he was really, he was getting ready for the game. He hurt hurt himself, hurt his groin lifting. What? Could have done that anywhere. Just FYI. He could have done that at spring training. Anyway. Spring training. And then lastly, and we'll bring on Moose. Where were you? Do you remember where you were three years ago today? Yeah, I do. Where were you? Homeschooling the kids. Going home, no. This was the start of my probably beginning of my stroke episode. Worrying, what the hell are we going to do? 
I can't. I was. It was my first week of homeschooling. Going, okay. How long is this shit going to last? You know, they had they laid us off. Yeah. Um, four days before, uh, March. Today's the twenty third. It was March eighteenth. So five days before, three years ago, walked in the risk room and said, "You guys are all gone. Good luck. File for unemployment. See you later." Oh, yeah. I remember where I was. I remember every day. That's why I keep showing up and do the show now. <laughs> right? Mm. <laughs> the Bellagio fountains were shut off after today for the first time in 21 years. Oh, Three years ago today. This was the official beginning of the complete shutdown of Las Vegas. And from now, basically today, March, three years ago today, until essentially the middle of the summer, it was ghost town. There was nothing. There was, you could walk down the Vegas Strip. We did. Yep. Multiple times. That was <laughs> no one around. Do you remember how eerie that was? I have videos. I have pictures I will show for the rest of my life of yeah. Cinco de Mayo when there should have been a jam-packed crowd waiting for a boxing or UFC event, and there was not a single soul. Oh. You could have laid down in the middle of the Strip and not get run over for 20, 30 minutes. Oh. It was nuts. Man, that was crazy. Three well, years we, ago. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll like- discuss that more after we have the moose on. We gotta we gotta get to the moose because he's he's gotta go to work. Oh, he does. Oh yeah, Let's yeah. He, he goes and does news and all this other stuff. Let's he's very, get he's a very busy guy. Yes, he from yeah. the Better Sports Network. He has to work with Keith every day. So you know, you gotta feel oh you know, there him, he is. Him and the Hofstra Bad stuff. Dave. What's going on, boys? <laughs> Most, what is up? Welcome to BVB. Dave tells me that you watch the show. We thank you for that, being part of the brigade. Oh. Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome in. Yeah, good afternoon. I'm on the East Coast. Good morning to you guys. Uh, Dave making the change of the hat. Love the Yankee hat. Love that. Uh, oh, Matt, huge fan of yours. Love shower pants. So uh, you, pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right. First and foremost, let's let's just let's. Let's do this kind of in order. We'll get to the college basketball first. You're a New York guy. You've been to Madison Square Garden for events. The East Regionals in Madison Square Garden. Can you talk about any big moments, any memories of you attending either the Big East tournament or big college basketball games um, at Madison Square Garden? Like, Just kind of paint a picture for the viewers what it's like there today and this weekend. Yeah, I mean it's great. I you know, I wish I wish there were more, you know, uh big name brands when you look at it. You know, it's oh. Michigan State, Tennessee, Florida Atlantic, and uh um and Kansas State that are there uh oh, for the boy. regional final of Madison Square Garden. But it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. I, I went to many a Big East tournament when I was attending Syracuse and you know, you'd get the the cheap student tickets uh mm. through the university and uh, you know, go down to the garden and there were times I was there early on. That's when the big East was the big East when Notre Dame and Pitt and Syracuse and Yukon, St. John's Georgetown, you know, before football ran havoc and wreaked havoc on, you know, what was really a pure are, basketball conference, but going there. Early, are you saying it's not the real big East now? No, it's are not. You, are you, are you, are you bad mouthing crazy? No, it, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad mouthing. It's the truth. It's, it's not, the it, truth. I mean, it's, it's just, oh, I mean, at, at one Here point in time you looked at it and, and Louisville was never, and I know they were part of it at, at one point in time. But you know, you go way back when, when, um, when the Big East Conference was built. You know, yeah. Nova, Syracuse, Georgetown. Saint John's, Georgetown, Providence. Right. I mean, it was it was just unbelievable, and yeah. the, and the amount of talent 
on the East Coast, especially insane. from the New York City area. Insane. That was, was insane. I mean, yeah. it was just utterly crazy. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. So I think it'll be a good atmosphere tonight. I think if there was a little bit more of a uh, a local team that was involved, I, you know, if UConn was – I mean, if UConn was in the garden instead of out in Vegas where you guys are, I mean, the place would basically be store south. I mean, and I I think I've been there for big St. John's games, big, you know, Ranger games, big Nick games. The garden's an absolute pleasure to go watch a sporting event. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, there's no besmirching. The the new Big East is extremely competitive and great. It's not like the old Big East by by any right. means, but right. you, you mentioned St. John's Moose. What's the feeling on the ground with Rick Bettino, a guy who brings not just baggage, he brings like a whole airport full of suitcases with him. <laughs> he does, but Matty wins. I he mean, Matty wins. He wins. Is I he going to win at St. John's though? Come I think on. He is. I mean, what? I think he is. He was already on the ground today. Uh, reportedly he was in, there's a big uh, five-star recruit, part of the 2024 class. It was, oh. um, his name is slipping my mind at this point, but uh, he was he was already uh, out there and and trying to recruit him. Um, so, yeah, I, I think with the transfer portal, with the the ability to go bring guys into St. John's, I know when he was at Iona first year, there were guys that that came over and played at Iona and said the only reason they wanted to play at Iona was because of Rick Pitino mm-hmm. um, and entered that transfer oh, portal. I think he's I think he's got a mess to clean up. I think the eye opening thing when he got introduced the other day and said, uh, well, there are guys on this team that, you know, are not going to be a part of this team moving forward. They made, made sure to point out Joel Soriano, St. John's best player. He was a guy that was a big Mike Anderson fan. He said he would enter the transfer portal if they got rid of Anderson. Soriano, I believe, is going to stay. And I think Patino has got that six year contract. Can he win? Yeah, I, I think they're a top five team in the Big East next year. Just based on his coaching, just based on his coaching, based on his coaching and the the talent that he brings in, he's going to bring players in. They are going to be a top five team in the Big East next year. Oh my! I mean, Val Ackerman. I I was rolling laughing that the commissioner of the Big East actually was sitting at the podium when they introduced it. It's like she's like his parole officer. Like, are you guys? I mean, is anyone talking about Patino and problems and there could be issues after Patino leaves? Well, no, not right now. No. And and he's going to, and Matt, the other thing is, and he got asked tough questions. I saw him get it during the presser. I saw an interview that he did with Sage Steele on ESPN and Sage didn't hold any punches back and asked him some pretty poignant questions, whether it be, you know, about the cheating scandal, you know, off the court when it comes to to recruits, the stuff at Billy Minardi Hall, uh, the stuff in, in terms of dealing with, a, what was it, Adidas, I believe, was the shoe company at the time. And then we all know the famous story about the Italian restaurant with an assistant that was standing by. So, it wasn't the Billy Joel song, Moose. They weren't talking about seats <laughs> from an Italian restaurant there. That's exactly right. No, it was not. It was not. It was, it was, it was a, there was a song playing, but it was a different song. It was not Billy Joel. <laughs> he, he did go to UMass, so, you know, he, he, is, a minute, he is a minute man. So there you go. So uh, has anyone pointed out? No, Matt, you know this. St. John's is starving. They haven't, you know, they've they haven't oh. won a, a an NCAA tournament game in 23 years. Wow, that long. like it has been a long time. They've gone to one first four appearance in the last seven years. They've gone down every single route, whether it be the lead assistant, Norm Roberts, that didn't work. Steve Lavin, they bring the analyst in, former UCLA coach, that didn't work. The all-time great player, Chris Mullen, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. Then they bring in Mike Anderson, who's been a program builder, but had no ties whatsoever to the New York City area, and that didn't work. So now they bring in a guy that 
I think they're going to look past a lot of things because what Patino is going to try and do is put St. John's back on the basketball map and do it pretty quickly. Well, one more on that, though. Anderson's suing the school because they fired him with cause. Correct. They're, they're claiming that, that that Mike Anderson essentially did things inappropriately as a head coach. Any fear that there could be future sanctions down the road that have nothing to do with Patino that from the Anderson era that come calling? No, I, from what I understand, Matt, I, I think it's more of a case of, I don't think it was recruiting scandals. I think it was providing what they described as an atmosphere for both um, athletic and uh, educational, you know, moving forward. Like that mm. there were guys that were basically, maybe they weren't going to class. I don't, okay. I didn't do a deep dive into right, it. Right, right, right. I'm not exactly, yeah, they're, and he, I think he's owed $11 million. Yes, he's so selling them for $11 million. Right. So that's a, that's a huge million. chunk of change. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any fear of any kind of sanctions toward the university for that. I think it's more of a case of that St. John's was a dumpster fire behind the scenes and Mike mm. Anderson was the head coach of the team. All right. Enough, uh, St. John's basketball here for a second. Let's let, let's spin this now to the ice in hockey. Um, yeah. your Rangers, your Ranger fan, your Ranger guy, you know, a little bit about the Rangers. Rangers beat the Penguins up last week. We're just not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Rangers losing to Carolina at home the last game. And now the Rangers are playing Carolina again tonight. Are the Rangers a legitimate Stanley Cup contender, Moose? And for a second, take off your blue hat, your blue, the, 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 get out of the blue yeah. section. And all this other shit. Well, I think the, I mean, Pearl's Bruins are going to be tough to take down. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, they are. Don't say, they're they're going to be tough to beat. I give Drury credit. He was really creative adding to the team. I don't think Tarasenko is anywhere close to the player when he was with, you know, the Blues, whether it be the shoulder injury. He's just, he's just not that kind of an impact player. And Kane dealing with the hip, but they've got a lot of, they've got a very, very dangerous top six. Yes. I think the, the return of, even though they lost the game the other night to Carolina, uh, for those that don't follow the Rangers, the the return of Lindgren was important for their back six, for their defense. Mm. You know, he's the natural partner for Adam Fox, and he gives that um, the the defenseman a little bit of an edge. Truba obviously hits a lot of people, but Lindgren is a really, really gritty defenseman and does a lot of the dirty work to open things up for Fox as a, being an offensive-minded defenseman. Do I think they're on the level of Boston? No. I mean, you guys would call me a moron if I came on and told you that. No, I, I wouldn't. I, w I, I wouldn't call you that at all. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call you that at all. I'd call you a friend. Would you call you I, a I, would call, right. I would call you yeah, right. a You'd have the right tagline. This store. information is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline would be so. Uh, no, I mean the the Bruins are going to be tough as as will Carolina. The one thing I would say about the Rangers is I think Shesterkin looked sharper the last two weeks in net than than he has season. probably the entire season, and wow. that's that's going to be important. Now he's not played this level uh, to the level he played a year ago. Like Allmark is going to be, uh, you know the. The Vesna winner, but yeah. uh, and I don't think Shesterkin could have had the kind of season that he had a year ago this season. But there have been times this year where I thought there were some saves that he should have made that he didn't. He looks really, really sharp right now. They got a shot. I mean, mm. and, and all you got to do is in a seven game series, um, give your team the best opportunity. I give Drury credit for for trying to put the best collection of talent 
uh, on the ice. And and that's what we see There's here. People with saying they're not even going to beat the Devils, Moose. Well, because they struggle with the Devils' speed. Like Hughes is a oh. superstar. They really do. Nico Heischer, all those young guys really developed. They got Timo Meyer at the NHL trade deadline from yes. San Jose. And when you look at the individual matchups and the Rangers and the Devils, and every matchup's a little bit different, is the Rangers at times, especially their defense, struggles with the, the speed of of the top lines of the New Jersey Devils, where they have the ability to create space and angles. Uh, could they lose to the Devils? It would sting me as a Ranger fan, Dave. I, I, I can't lose to the Devils. You really can't, especially yeah. the fact that, you know, the Devils got the number one overall pick. They get Hughes. The Rangers end up with Capo Caco. The next year, they get the number one overall pick. And Alexei Lafreniere has not lived up to what a lot of people thought he was going to be so far in the Ooh. NHL. Right. Moose, Dave hates this topic, but I got to ask it because you oh, work at WPIX in New York. And obviously we are on like Aaron Roger day watch number 5,000, whatever the hell that it is. What is the feeling on the ground? And is there any worry, any issues with jet fans right now? Wondering why Aaron Rodgers has not been traded to New York. Well, there's always a worry. You're a jet fan. So every day you wake up, is worry. it's just, it's just natural, right? Like you, you don't go a day without worrying because you're, you're a fan of the jets. So yeah, there's always that fear of who's going to swoop in late. Who's going to whine and dine Rogers. I, you know, I, I think if you know, take the irrational thought out of it, I think the rational thought is it's going to come in due time. I think the trade yesterday that they added and added an extra second round pick from the Cleveland Browns and trade away Elijah Moore, then sign me Cole Hardman. I think they're adding extra draft capital to include in a package to go get Rodgers. I, I do think Matt, it's just, um, I'd like it to be done now so we can have the press conference. So we can have some answers, figure out whether or not he's going to wear number 12. Is he going to show up at off season training? All those things. And I don't think he's going to wear number 12, but he uh, shouldn't wear number 12. That's no, Broadway Joe's number. number. I said this, I think he should go back to wearing his college number, which was number eight. He wore number eight. At, That's fine. Wasn't wait, wasn't, wasn't butt fumble number eight? Oh, uh, Mark Sanchez, 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 Sanchez was six. Sanchez oh, was six. six. Close. Okay, I was gonna say, I, was great, like, yeah. I think the last guy I remember wasn't Browning Nagel wore number eight. Remember the great oh. Browning Nagel? Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was oh. supposed to be the next Brett Favre, but he was not Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Which Brett Favre? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's right. There's two different ones. Actually. Which Brett Favre? Yeah, yeah um, true. Most, uh, I don't know. It's 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 a week before Major League Baseball season starts. Well, I want to ask Peralta. I want to ask Peralta because he's a, obviously is a take, huge take Boston away. fan. Yeah. yeah. Huge. So, how many games are the Red Sox going to win this year? Wow. Are you going to top seventy? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Oh. That's it. Yes. Oh, they're going to be one game over five hundred. Now, does it? Do you hate the Yankees? Of course. Did the I don't know why he changed for you after the 3 0 comeback in that series? Of course, uh, we're better than you. No, you're not. You're yes, not. we are. We're better no, than you. you're not. No, <laughs> yeah, you're not. Not this year. No, not we're just better year. than you. Since 2001, the Red Sox have won four championships. Okay. The Yankees have, have won. The Yankees have won one. No, they have not. You're well, no doubt about it. You're they've won one. So, I mean, yeah. the, the, so the, and it, we're better than you. <laughs> but during the regular season, uh huh. Yankees are going to win like 96, 97 games this year. They might win yeah. 100. Yep. And then lose and, and losing the playoffs. That's true, too. <laughs> this, this is, this is so, true, too. 
I don't care is, how many games the Yankees win. I don't care how many, you know, division crowns the Yankees win, but oh boy, it's four to one right now. And it's going to be four to one for a while. So I'm okay. <laughs> Did I mean, it bother you when Xander Bogarts decide to head to, uh, to the more cozy surroundings of San Diego? It only bothers me. Well, one, I love Don Orsillo. He was the voice of the Red Sox. So he gets to go call Xander's games, which is, I, I do like that, but Don, it bothers me because the Red Sox right now do not appear they almost appear like the Yankees did a couple of years ago where there's no real path right now. Like they're building around Devers cause they have to, they have no choice. So yeah. they get Yoshi now and he looked really good in the world baseball classic. He so did. that's great. great. If they don't get a deal done to go go to Tani, I don't know what they're going to do to be a competitive baseball team on the highest of levels oh. in the coming future. Dude, everyone's looking at Shohei as the answer. Like the Mets, the Red Sox, he's the answer. But he's he solves a lot of problems for the Red Sox because be they've he's got. Is he not? Is he not going to be a Dodger? I don't oh, know. I mean, Daisuke Matsuzaka made a ton of money when he was with the Red Sox <laughs> as a pitcher over in Japan. There's a big, a lot of Japanese baseball fans like the Red Sox. How much would it bother you if Shohei landed with the Yankees? That'd be a annoying ton. for everybody. Everybody would hate talking. That. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that moose. But that would be that George would be Stein- complete that. bullshit. It would be a Nobody George Steinbrenner. See that. Yeah, but if George was alive, that's yes. what would happen. That, that's what would have happened. Well, the Yankees were. I know for a fact. I mean, they they spent three years on Shohei Otani because they. I mean, they oh. built up to where they were going to get him, and then. They found out as everybody else. No, I don't want to play on the East Coast. I want to play out West. <laughs> it was like kind of, oh. that was crazy when that happened. Yeah, Otani's going to make a ton of money. I I don't hate the Red Sox as much as I once did. Like I once used. As yeah, you get older, it kind of goes away. Plus, they keep winning, Moose, and the Yankees. Don't. That's true. I mean, that's like, there's hot. nothing like I could say when Pearl when the Pearl fires out the fact that in the he last twenty plus one. years you've won four titles. The Yankees have won one. Yeah, what am I supposed to say to that? Nothing. There's, there's, <laughs> you have to like grin and bear it. Yes, it sucks. You're 100 yeah, right. Have to take it. Yeah, but it's me, a weird spot for Yankee fans to be in, though. Yankee fans don't know what to do. They're with not used to it. No, so it's very un- it's very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know what very to do with it. I really have no idea. Like, so, can I ask you how did you deal with it all the years when the Yankee fan would fire at you? I sat there and ate shit for years. <laughs> I had no resort. I had nothing. It was always just fuck you. It was, it was just, that's all you could say back. It's all, it, it was the only answer. You had no, you had no ability because everything they said was right. I mean, everything yeah, that they would talk about, they go through Bucky Dent. They would go through all the collapses. They'd go through all the chokes. It was just a litany of losing and embarrassing. Oh. And the Yankee fan would sit back and go, yep, yeah, you're going to do it again. I mean, look, 2003, we thought it was the same old, same old. Like yeah. the, the idea that Derek Jeter told Aaron Boone, wait, the ghosts are going to show up. Struck every, that that. Like stuck every was, Red Sox fan in the heart. Like we were dying because uh, what are we going to say? No. no. And I was at, <laughs> I was at Yankee stadium that night when oh. Boone hit the home run. You were? Yeah. I was at the upper deck. Yep. Wow. I was at the game that night. Best sporting event you've ever been to? Uh, no. 94 Rangers winning the cup. I was there game seven against the Canucks. Me you were guys. at that game too? I was at that game. Yes. Oof. That's two pretty good top. Yeah. I was at the 2001 World Series when the Diamondbacks won the World Series over the Yankees. That was one of my. That's a good. That's a great game. Yeah, that was one of my all-time best. And it was a Yankee loss, so it kind of is like a parlay. I got the Yankee. I got the big win and a Mm. Yankee loss in the same event. So that was kind of fun. And then I was at uh, the Red Sox comeback. I was at six of the seven games. Nice. Thank you. Are you really? Which game were you? Which game did you miss? I missed uh, 
the I missed game five. Oh, the Sox won that game. I was yes. going to say. Oh, <laughs> Keep yeah. on sending you back to Red Sox Yankee games. No, <laughs> I missed. You might no, be a good missed, luck charm for the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, I missed game five. <laughs> I, I left. Remember what was the game? The game three performance. They won like nine. What was the score? I remember game, my oh, son. The Yankees blew them out in obscene. Nineteen it was like, to six or something. something. Like Nineteen dumb. six. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. Like, that. It was like they completely and utterly embarrassed yeah. them. Yeah, and then we're back there for one more game. And came back and it was at the last two games in Yankee Stadium. Oh my goodness. So All right, that last ball, question. Hold on. When, that, when Johnny Damon hit the grand slam in game seven, what was the sound in the building? I was sitting four rows behind the Red Sox dugout. <laughs> you could hear, you could hear the ball hit the facade and like this thud. That makes me so happy. And just complete and utter silence. <laughs> And then you hear from the Red Sox dugout, take that! Take that! The greatest. I was in Alabama. I don't know who was saying the ball said, this one's over! It's over! They were like celebrating. They're yelling, it's over? How about that? And it was! It was! Nicky said, Kevin Brown and Javi Vasquez. It was over. They had no pitching. Unbelievable. Seven nothing with Derek Lowe on the mound. This interview is almost over, so you can go to work. I got one more question for (laughs) you. So I know, you know, you do it every day with our friend Keith Irizarry, who's been on the show. The chat loves him. The chat's already lighting up with Moose Chance, and we got to have you back on and all this other stuff. But um, you're a horse guy. Too I really am. by heart, like that's that you're, oh. you you love the horses and you and you play the horses. You go to the track. I'm going to come spend some time with you at some point. I think it's Saratoga in the summer because I've never been. You guys, um, gotta, yeah. But what do we have a better chance of? Because we you know Arizari shows us the modeling pictures when we're when we do the show. He keeps them right by his yeah. side. Is there a shot of you giving us the Kentucky Derby winner at some point in the next month? Or a picture of you trying out as a cheerleader at Syracuse. <laughs> I I just want either one of them. What is the better I, chance I think, of us I think getting you got a better chance of I think you have a better chance of of me giving you the derby winner? Uh, oh. I think I think all the photos <laughs> <laughs> I just want a picture of Moose in the orange outfit for I the did. cheerleading made the, outfit. Made the JV cheer squad. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. How about that? Wow. And they were the orange men back then. They, they were the Whoa. orange men back then. They, they, yes. didn't drop the, they didn't drop the men, called them the orange. Yeah, because the there was a men. cheerleader that I wanted to get it. I wanted to meet. Oh. And yes, her name was Kelly. And we Is actually. Donna home. What yeah, no, she's not home. And we ended up going on a date. Ooh. You did? Yes. It didn't go anywhere, but we ended oh. up going on a date. Huh. You better check with Donna about it. <laughs> so it was all it was Title all worth shots it. all over the place. Let's That's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Moose, this was a ton of fun, man. To come yes. back, you're welcome anytime. Have fun at work today. UConn win today, by the way. I think they're being Arkansas, yeah. I think you both. How about who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you guys like tonight? I like I like UConn. Gonzaga. I don't know. That's a really hard game to call. Over in that game. Over Over in that game. game. I like Arkansas plus the points. Um, What about the other? What about the other two? FAU. I like Case. I like K State. I like Tennessee. FAU and K State for me. I like FAU and the points. I like K State. There you go. I'm with you. We're sharing a brain, guys. You guys are great. Love your show. Thanks for having me on. 
Appreciate it, man. Moose. You got Mark Melissa is joining us <laughs> from the Better Moose. Sports Network and WPIX TV in New York here uh, on BVB. We'll get to better to book it. We'll get to the games coming up next. I love that Yankee story. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Oh, that's an unbelievable story to be there for that hit for that Johnny Damon Grand Slam. I I just it's um. Do you like watching games in the visitor being the visitor in the ballpark or in in the ring? Oh. Well, I'm a contrarian. You know this. Yes. I love it. <laughs> of course. I don't like it. I love it. Yes, I love being yes. at home, like season ticket holder for the Pirate, for the Penguins for a lot of years. Yeah. But I loved seeing games on the road. And I couldn't explain why when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Now I can explain why. You just said it, the contrarian, whatever. Yeah. When your team wins on the road, you know. It is just it, it 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 is. There's something. There's just something different about it. It's the yeah. best. Kurt Schilling's line: "Nothing better than making forty thousand Yankee fans shut up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mean, and he played. Fans just get to watch and get to know that you're that. I mean, but that's what I think. One of the more upsetting things about going to sporting events now today is if you do go to a rival stadium wearing opposing the opposing team and the opposing team wins, you're a mark, you're a target. And that's been one of the most horrific things. We saw it here in, here in Las Vegas, where like, you know, a kid coming there, watch the Patriots. Oh yeah. Berated by some woman. Yeah. Yeah, Gets, you know, screamed at for the better part of 10 minutes. A kid just sits there. It's like, what are you doing that? That now, you, you know, you can't really take your kids with you to a ballpark or to a game wearing rival gear, depending on what, what park you're going to. But certain parks you can't do it because you're you that contrarian makes you a target for some drunk idiot. And it's so unnecessary. Yeah, sports. It's dumb. It means nothing. Like, I mean, the grand scheme if of things. You it means, bring it, it on nothing. by being a jagoff. Yeah, but just then, cheering your team sometimes makes you a target, though. Well, that's the problem. Like, at what point does someone deem you being a jagoff? Like, if you just literally cheer your team. It's that that should never be a question. No. If you start to do that stuff to people or get in their face, you get everything you deserve. Agreed. I've gone to games with my kids, never had a problem with, you know, with, I mean, just be a grown up about it. And if you're around people that think you might have a problem, you unfortunately, you can't be around them. That's all. But I love, 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 love going to the road games. Yeah, I mean, I would, I was, I was in Patriot gear both the preseason and the regular season games. I had no problems at all. Nobody said anything. Chef Benny was there for the for the regular season game. He didn't have any problems either here and here in Vegas, which was good. I mean, that there were so many Patriot fans there, and I have so many Bruins fans when the Bruins came to play Vegas last year. So it's even this year too. So I I love going as a rival fan. I, I think that's a ton of fun to to go in there, and it's just you know, and most people just laugh it off. They think it's fun. They just you know, it's part of the. The joy of sport. It's part you of like the you. fun of going to the game without having to win or lose for real, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. It, I mean, unless you're betting, which again, now that has added a different dynamic for some people. Like they mm-hmm. take it a little more serious. They get a little more excited because right. they don't know how to handle that. Right. You sit in a book with someone. It, you know, it's become a little bit more annoying to sit in the book when you're one of two people in the entire joint. That's oh, I can't. That's a, that's a different story. If I'm not a fan. And I've bet a game. That's a no. That's a no fly zone for me. I can't do yeah. that. 
If I'm on, if I'm one of like, if I'm one or two people and the entire world's on one side and the whole public and every bucket, every first down, every shot on oh, goal is all, man, uh-uh. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'll just wait for the, I'll go watch the game somewhere else or watch the game at home because it's just, I don't want that anxiety. I don't want that, that friction. I want to apologize to winning Las Vegas. Well, she's, uh, she's come on to become part of the brigade right. in the chat and everything. We started at 1020 today, not at 1030. So she's a little bit upset with us that we started oh. a little bit early. It's ish, 1030 ish, give or take. Five yeah, or I would always say open up, the, open up the, the, the YouTube at 1015. Like you don't want to anywhere. Open up 15, the YouTube at 1015 or subscribe to the channel. And then you're alerted. And you'll right. get a boom alert. It comes right to your phone or device or whatever right. you watch it on as soon as the show starts. So yeah. if we get in a little early or we're running a little late, you can get Either in the or. chat right. and and commiserate with other brigade members. But I, I apologize for starting oh. a couple minutes early today. But we had to get Moose in there we did. before the guy got to go drive downtown. That guy commutes over an hour each way every day. It's unbelievable. Into the city to host. My mom used to do it. I mean, people used to do it just, just post-pandemic. It's like unheard of now. People just stop doing it. They're making them do it again. There's a lot of people that got to commute. Thank God. I mean, like people listen to us every day. You can download the audio version of the podcast and listen to us as well as watch us here. Or, um Discord you know, channel, Discord channel, all that stuff. Good way to, if you're on a train, good way to pass the time. Yeah. You train know? ride. I would nap every day. What would, if you had my an father, hour commute, what would you do? My father read books. I mean, I mean, that was oh. my, my dad took a train. He, his commute was a 10 minute walk from our house to the train station, a 45 minute train ride and a 10 minute walk from the train station to the state house in Boston and he would read books. every like he, like he ripped through books all the time. That's why I had books all over my house. Cause he would always read a ton of books on the train. Now this was before, before anything to, like technology. Yeah. There was right, no technology. Right, right, right. So you either had a newspaper or you had a Walkman with hmm. tapes, mind you, not with CDs. Oh, absolutely. Tape oh, Walkmans yeah. Yeah. or you had a book. And so he would, he just became like a ferocious reader and eventually went to law school because of it. So well, that was his whole thing with reading and getting into it. But I mean, now it, you know, it's funny because I, I look at my kid a lot and I look at the technology that my kid has and all the simplicities, all the ways we've made their lives really easier. And I, at some point, like, I feel like we've done our kids a massive disservice because they don't get that experience is just being alone on a train by yourself in your thoughts. Just looking out the window, just watching the world go by. There's something really nice about that. The quiet of that. I don't, I don't know if anybody that's watching this show that's under 40 has a fucking clue what you're talking about. No, but they're looking at you. I get it. Like I actually go like, well, as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh man, that's actually, I got relaxed. Yeah. Like my that shoulders. Quiet. Just yeah. Went, it was oh, a quiet personal, nice. but just, I'd skip school. I'd get on the train and I'd have either my Walkman or nothing. And I would this just is all be, a very good story other than the skipping school part, boys <laughs> and girls. Like, don't do but, that. Right. But, but I did it. But even I did it as a as a 25-year-old. I, I mean, I did it for, you know, in college. It was, there's just, I like trains. I've always thought about taking a train home to Boston and just going like, there's a five-day train that goes from Vegas to Boston. And I've thought about it. Like, if I took a two-week vacation and just went ahead and took a train ride to go see the country and go through the whole and like just watch the whole deal. 
in Colorado, there is a train ride that has a glass ceiling, a glass t- top that goes through the Rocky Mountains. And you can yeah. look and see all the topography and all the cool things with the Colorado River and everything else. And I'm like, that sounds like I like trains. I like movement more than anything. I just like to move cars, <laughs> planes, trains. I like moving. But trains are really because We just don't get in them all that often. And here we never get in them because there's no subway system in Vegas. And I'm the kid that I could fall as, as soon as you put me in motion. I'm 100%. That's how, my, that's how I did when I was a kid. My parents, to get me asleep, that's what they would do. They'd drive me around the block. I was that, I, I had to be that kid before mm-hmm. it was even mentioned to do it. But like <laughs> we rode around in a Toyota Wonder Wagon. And nice. if you don't know what that is, look that up. Yep. Look like a space moon van. <laughs> but between me, Brother Dan, Brother Doug, Sister Dina, Sister Dara, my mom and dad, there was seven of us in a car. The wow. only way to get any peace and quiet was to go to sleep. Basketball team. Yeah, it was with the, oh, we're just, uh, let's go. We're going to dinner. Shuffle everybody in. Everybody's fighting for the seats, this and that. Everybody had assigned seats because there was fights getting in. Who's sitting in the two captain seats? Oh. In the captain seats, you sat alone. In yep, the three no bench row in the back, you had to sit next to somebody. So don't, so nobody wanted sardines. to sit next to anybody and touch anybody. So all the fighting. So what did I do? I went to sleep. Oh. But like road trips for baseball, basketball, we had an hour bus ride. Put my Walkman on, listen to music. See you later. Hell on, yeah. Wake up. Oh yeah. They're like, I used to like that. The pre-show, the, the pre-show oh. nap, the, 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 the pre-game nap. I used to love the best. Yeah. I used to wake up refreshed and ready to go. I used the to love best. That. Uh-huh. I'm with you on that. hundred percent. If not totally asleep, just eyes closed in darkness with, with music on. And you're just kind of like in your in, own space in your own place, just yeah. here. And there's no one else up there. Yeah. I, I agree. Mean, Got me right I for games all the time. Mine, she loves to be alone. But if it's not with a device, sometimes it's just watching a movie or Kendall just she's cranking out reading through books right now. Oh, that's awesome. And she just she, you know, she hit me with this morning. She's like, Daddy, I'm on the second uh Warrior Cats or something. And I'm like, You read the first book already? She's like, Yeah, I'm gonna read the whole series. There's 10 of them. Phenomenal. Let's go. No, I agree. I mean, it's great. I mean, it, it, those are things that kids need to be doing a lot more of. And the summer reading list for Madeline is going to be interesting because we've already talked to the teachers about this and she's got an, an enhanced, like they always go home with a reading of list, course. but she's, she's in a program now that they have an, in between third and fourth grade. There's an enhanced summer reading. <laughs> she's not going to be very happy about, <laughs> about the enhanced summer reading, but it's, Hey, get ready to, and, and get going. So, um, UConn, is dealing or dealt with something last night that's kind of comical. We're not doing this to call anybody out, but it's just sort of a funny deal. So you guys know the strip. You guys most likely have been to Vegas before. Let's just call a spade a spade. The Luxor is not exactly the greatest of places to stay. There's probably five stars. There's probably four stars. There's three stars. And then there's the Luxor. <laughs> just ranking. Okay, just be, we're not just trying ranking. to kill. We're not trying to kill anybody. We understand there's different levels and different places in Vegas. It's just that UConn was not a fan of the Luxor, and UConn decided to move. Did they not know they were coming? Did the Luxor know. not know? If you read I, the story, like they didn't know the basketball team was coming. They arrived on Tuesday evening. They found that several of their rooms were in awful condition. This, according to CTInsider.com. Let's just say the room's previous occupants seemingly enjoyed Vegas a little bit too much. 
no tigers or roosters running around the room, but apparently it looked like the boys from the hangover had been there the night before dirt, vomit, vomit, and worse <laughs> dirt, vomit, and worse title shots. It, it sounds like uh, the NCAA is in charge of booking hotels for each team. And after UConn appraised its situation, the Huskies were moved to a nearby high level hotel. Definitely it's not above. something we want to make a big deal of, said the athletic director, David Benedict. Everything worked out just fine. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> they couldn't. They walked into their rooms <sighs> and were like, yeah, we're not staying here, boys. Let's go somewhere else. We I moved. can't imagine. I mean, I can't. I can, though, because, like, you know, we've had we've had Beehow on the show. And yeah. Brad talks about a couple of trips they took for West Virginia to the NCAA tournament in yeah. places like um, somewhere. They went to Albuquerque. Yep. <sighs> had kind of Boy. a unique experience there. That's a good word for Albuquerque. Yep. They unique. went to um, who's in Corvallis. Uh, Oregon? Oregon is that Oregon state, Oregon state. Yep. I think they said yep. that was not, um, nice. No, not. Yeah. Spokane, Washington, Spokane, Washington, where Gonzaga is Reno, they Nevada. Have, they have regionals where, there. They have. Yeah. Or, or, or not, or re, they've been opening round games. of the Okay. Yeah. Not first not couple set, rounds. Not, yeah. Not, so not that's what I mean. Finals. Like regional finals were always in bigger markets. Ideally. Yes. No, they almost always are. Like Louisville, Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha, Las Vegas, New York City. Right. They're always like more hub type cities. And then you have you have the core of Alice, so you have the smaller first the Des Moines right. for the first and second rounds. You gotta uh you gotta check out the hotels first. Oh. The NCAA oh. sets it up. They have no choice. That's just a whiff on the NCAA's part. The NCAA has to check out the hotels first is what I'm saying. Agreed. But again, you can't have the team getting here and then having to switch hotels. But look who's here. Look what's going on right now. The NIT is here next weekend coming. They're already here setting it up. They're already here planning. Taylor's here. NCAA tournament's here. (laughs) Just the normal Vegas traveler is here. They got pushed to a smaller hotel because they couldn't get the big block of rooms. Fr- frankly, I'm shocked they were able to move hotels at all, given what's going on in the city. Probably lucky to get the block of rooms that they got. I mean, I guess, but do you have to stay on the strip? No, you do not. And that's, that's maybe their off strip. I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all if they're like, like had to move to the Palms or the Virgin or somewhere like that. Who they playing? Arkansas? Arkansas staying at Vidara. That's Are they really? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Staying at Vidara. They're living right. So who did UConn piss off? <laughs> somebody, that's, somebody pissed off. Oh boy. So UConn so pissed off somebody. Right. So that's when I heard that, I was like, wait a second. Vidara. That's like the the uh, Grant Hill commercial where there's all, all the mascots are sitting around, and he says, "Duke, you're in the presidential suite." Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's right? like that. Somebody pissed off. So UConn, you. Oh, wow. If I heard that, if I was UConn, I would not be happy. Wait, you're, you're where you're at Vidara. You're Vidara. And we're big at high Luxor? rise right in the center of the strip. And that's gorgeous. There's no casino in there. It's right? a that's gorgeous one of place. The places yeah. without a casino. Yep. You got to go to Aria to do the casino. Yeah. So you can come here 
get the Vegas experience without having to walk through or deal with the casino. Hmm. There's a couple like that. Uh, the only other one I know of is Trump. Right. And there's yeah. Embassy Suites. Not on, right. on the strip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right on the Embassy strip. Suite, right Embassy Suites is literally it's, the next street it, over. It's the, the next street over, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's close but enough. Either way, there's places you can do that. In addition to all the other ones, like the, you right. know, the Hampton Inns and the, and the place, there's a zillion of those right off the strip. Well, the, what's the one behind attached to the crystal shops? That's like That's the Fedora. No, 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 no. It's behind. It, it, it's not the, sorry, not the crystal shops, the, the Caesars shopping place. Other side of the street. There's a huge, like it's, it's a timeshare type place. Like a holiday. Club? No, well, that's one of the jock club's cool. Like it, I forget the name of it, but it's, it's, it's a holiday in like my sister stayed there with one of her friends because her dad, Oh, but it's, it doesn't have a casino, but it's a huge high rise right, right behind the strip. It's right off right. the strip. Um, that doesn't have a casino in it. So like it's, there are places like that where you can get the Vegas experience, not dealing with the Vegas casino in, in town, but yeah, UConn pissed off the wrong person. Clearly they, they did not make it, they did not make it right. Guys in the chat again. Thank you for being here and girls. Sorry. Winning. Um, put your favorite place to stay that you've oh. ever come to Las Vegas. For What is yours? Do you for, have a favorite? Do you- all of our, for all of our purposes here. Um, do you have a favorite to stay? Yeah. Um, I mean, we used to be exclusively uh, MGM. Like okay. I used to, I mean, when I had a host and stayed at the MGM, I would come up here and stay at the MGM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never stayed at the Cosmo, but I love the vibe of the Cosmo because I work there and know yeah. a lot of back things about it. If I had to pick one place though, as far as coming from out of town, like if we ever have one of these get togethers and we're flexible, we, we can do it with anybody, but I would recommend with a family, the red rock. Wow. I'd say yeah. Palazzo. Yeah. I like the red rock because it has everything contained away from the strip. And like now, the ballparks across the street. Yeah, most people have no idea the the, the practice how, how nice, facility how nice. is. And Red Rocks up to all their restaurants. I mean, they, they they put a lot of the book is really nice and easy and convenient. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of positives. I mean, I I live a mile from it, so I'm biased. Yeah. But right, I I'm there all the time. But I like it a lot. But I mean, between the food court, yeah. the bowling alley, the movie theaters, there's so much stuff in that place for kids to do. The swimming pool is one of the three top is. nicest in the city. It in is. the city. 100%. It's a complete literal resort feel. Um, that cabana, you know, that cabana experience from a family perspective is the best in Vegas. Uh, I, I've, done it. it's, I've done it at M. I've done it at um, Caesars. I've done it at MGM Grand. And I've done it now. Nah, I've done it. At have you Red done Rock. it at the Rampart yet? I have not. We did. We used actually. To do you know what? At, yes, I have. Sorry, I have. I'm sorry. Okay. I have done it at Rampart. Yes, we I done it. Done we that. did it at the Rampart a couple times. I would get one for the kids as yep. our season-ending softball team party. Nice. And have all the kids come and swim, and the parents would sit there and would get loaded, like get the van <laughs> and all this. <laughs> that, other stuff. That's a unique pool. I mean, that's kind of a cool little. It's pool. awesome. Like, it's it another little round, and it, yeah, it's, it's 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 cool. Yeah. So. To stay though, if, if I people always say like, where what are your my my favorite places to stay? Encore, not win. Encore and Palazzo are my two favorite. That corner, 
in Vegas. I worked there for a while, so I got to stay there a lot. Right. Just because I got breaks from room rates and whatnot. But I mean, the, you can't beat the suites at the Palazzo. I mean, the rooms are just enormous. They are nice. They're so big. And they're so, yeah. every room's a suite. And it's like, people don't like, come on. Like, nope. Every single room is a suite. And it's right. even the lowest level is still one of the bigger hotel rooms you'll see in Vegas. So it's, it's a pretty cool deal. All right. Games today. Let's start with Michigan state. We'll go in order of the games being played yep. seven seeded Michigan state's laying one and a half to third seeded Kansas state total is one thirty eight in this one. Why? Where do we feel square sharp or sharp square taking K state? I feel like this is a very trendy pick today to take K state. Yeah. Oh, well, I did, look, I, I, the public's going to be on Michigan. I think the public's on Michigan State because of Tom Izzo, and it's a yeah. it's a fine angle to take. I just think numbers wise, there's one stat I'm watching. Michigan State is number six in the country in three point field goal percentage, and Michigan K State's defense is 15th best in three point field goal percentage. Whoever wins that battle wins this game. If Michigan State's bombing threes and they're making threes, they're winning this game. Oh, easy. If K yeah. State can stop it. K State can make them be just a two-point shooting team, or having to put the ball on the deck and go try to go and draw fouls. K State's going to win this game. Mm. They're longer, they're a touch more athletic. This Noel kid is so this five-foot-eight guard they've got for K State is so fun. And if they can get Michigan State into an up-tempo game, it's not going to go well for the Spartans. Right. And Michigan State lost some bad games this year. Okay, they played some tough-level. You know, they played Alabama, they played Gonzaga, they lost those games. You know, but I mean, they lost to Rutgers that they, they, they've lost to non-tournament teams this year. And I get it. Izzo is Izzo in March, but yep. I just think he's not playing this game. K-State by three. <sighs> good game though. Real good game. This should be a good game over or under. Under. I think under too. I feel yeah, better I mean, about the total than I do decide. Oh, I really okay. do. I, I like K-State as well. But I'm sitting here going, maybe, maybe it is Izzo. It's always it's, Izzo. It's fair. It I'm, not, I'm not going to argue it. It, it could might be Izzo. come down to just doing it at the end like that with the right subs. And I, I don't yep. know. I it's, don't know. Look, he's a Hall of Fame coach and just better than everybody else. But he doesn't play the game. He's got to coach the game. He can't make the shit for the kids and he can't make the right pass for the kids. He's got to coach them up. But what do you make of the first half under in this game? First game, new venue. K-State may have some jitters in New York. What is it? 65? Mm, up to date. First half under. Hold on. Just guessing. Oh, let's see. Your 66, first. 66. Let's see. First half spread. Wow. First half total 64. is 63 and a half. <laughs> so low. 63 and a half. Yes. Yeah. But the total is almost 140. When the books are just saying, go ahead, I dare you. To bet I under. dare you. You want to keep betting under? Here, here, bet under this. I, I would actually, I mean, that's why I say the number before I look, you know, because I, I, I just doing it in my head and I know what we would use normally. And then there's a tax. It should be 65, 65 and a half. So 63 and a half is telling you, good luck. I don't know. I would bet over that number. Mm. I'm not playing any totals. I have no, yeah. I, I have no feel right now for what these regional games are going to be because 
T-Mobile Arena, we've seen high-scoring games in T-Mobile. It's Madison Square Garden. These are not domes. Mm-hmm. These are basketball venues. Mm-hmm. We could see high-scoring games. We could see overs a lot where everyone's like, oh, 30 and 10, whatever the hell it wound up going to the under for full games. Just keep betting the under. And I'm like, I know these kids haven't played here before, but some of them have. Some of them have played in very similar venues. In the case of UCLA in Gonzaga, they played like literally a month ago. <laughs> like UCLA yeah. just played in this building. So yeah. like they know, they know these things. And UCLA played Gonzaga two years ago here in Vegas in this building. So it's like, it's not that stunning that these teams are going to be able to shoot in these venues. So I'm, I'm with you on that, that I, I think it's a little bit of a scare. Oh, wow. How about that? Who sent me that? Tyler Betsmart is four and 12 straight up at MSG in his career. I wonder who those games were against though. Duke. Right. Duke. The big, the big 10 ACC <laughs> challenge, right? Yeah. It's Duke, yeah. North Carolina, right. Kansas. Teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Against I mean, the teams he played, he's probably four and 12 on the moon. You know, if those games were played on the moon. Right. Didn't matter where they There's are. nothing right. to do with Look, but you can't sleep on K-State's good. People were, they're a three seed and they just, it. they just sort of overlook K-State. They just kind of like, K-State played in a better conference. K-State's got bigger wins. All of, it's all of which is true. I mean, I think it, again, everyone's it's, obsessing over, over, over Izzo. I, Look, I, I like Kansas State. I think everyone's obsessing over Izzo for, for no reason. Uh, UConn and Arkansas, four-seeded Huskies, eighth-seeded Razorbacks. Uh, 140th is the total here on this one. You like Arkansas on the points. Tell me why. <sighs> I'm just not a believer in UConn. It's just more play not, against you're not UConn. a believer in UConn. Wow, really? Yeah, I hate I, UConn, and I'm a believer in UConn. I know, I know. I've been, I just don't. I don't know. Arkansas can go liter- Arkansas can go literally five minutes, not score without scoring a basket. They can go I, ice. I like the <laughs> under. I like the under in the game. Yeah, as these games get more like this, if a team plays their style, like for this game. Mm-hmm. If they play their best style, can the other team adapt? Yes, UConn plays the same way. They're better at it than they are. You think? Yeah, UConn's bigger than way bigger than they are. UConn's twin towers are going to be a huge problem. And for they're going to play this way this 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 game. Oh yeah, I mean, look, it one forty. Yes, and that's because both teams defensively make you, you know, th- they want to grind it. UConn's offense is 237th for average possession length. That's near the, you know, slowest in the country. Arkansas is 140. Defensively, they speed you up. Be, you know, defensively, Arkansas likes to speed you up, and so does UConn. But effective field goal percentage, 11th defensively for UConn, 24th defensively for Arkansas. This is a defensive battle, right? The problem is under, but the problem, I, I agree. But the problem for Arkansas is they cannot hit free throws and UConn is very good at free throws. Uh, in a game being decided by one or two possessions. Them. Yeah. Okay. In a game that's four, that's why, that's why I'm taking UConn because I think in a game decided like this, I want the team that's going to hit free throws. I don't want the team that's going to break free throws. We right. saw in the game against Texas A&M, very similar game, similar line, similar total where they had a double digit lead at halftime and they threw up all over themselves because they didn't score. Arkansas clamped down, sorry, AM clamped down on Arkansas and they couldn't score. And AM ran away with it in the second half. 
So that I think this game's going to be very similar. I guess the Arkansas could get out to a decent lead and then UConn just defensively grinds them down and they hold them down and they win the game. Not by a lot, five, six, seven points. Rebounding is a big problem for Arkansas. I feel like the line should be two. Okay. It's three and a half. You know, it's just, it's just be just like the Michigan state K state line. I see it being a way more even game. So when I see four, I'm willing to take four and, I like UConn is, by the way, UConn's number two offensive rebounding team in the country. Arkansas. Arkansas. No, UConn is. UConn. Yeah. Offensive rebound. Throw the ball up, go get it. Their size, their second chance opportunities. Watch second chance opportunities for UConn in this game. Much like three point shooting for Michigan State. If UConn is consistently getting second chance opportunities, they're going to want, they're going to win. Yeah. Bad news for Arkansas for that one. Uh, Tennessee and FAU. Minus five and a half is the number here. Found a five, pretty much. Oh, solid five. Move on FAU. Disagree with it. I'm cool with it. I'm fine. Let that number go down. I I can't see it. I, I just I can't. I tried literally last night. just moved right now. It's Caesars. Hi guys, watching down? the show. Yeah, went for five and a half to five right now. Literally. Yeah. I can't. I I just can't see this. I know people are talking about. Tennessee and the fact that Rick Barnes is not good in tournament games. This is the number one efficient defense in the country and Florida Atlantic. I mean, all of their numbers are against complete cream puffs. Mm. They've played even on this tournament run, they've played cream puffs. They beat one good team and is Memphis all that good. I don't know how good Memphis really is. And they won by one. 66, 65, they beat fairly Dickinson, a 60, a 16 seed. And now they're running into Tennessee. And I don't care if the volunteers don't have their starting point guard or not. Duke has way better players than FAU does. And, and Duke couldn't Duke do didn't anything. They have their best player though. Fine. But Duke still has way better players. Duke has first round draft picks on that roster. FAU does not. And, D- and Tennessee's defense took so care of that. You're saying this line isn't high enough? I think the volunteers are going to win. The, I think this game is not going to be close. I, I think we're all going to, at the end of the game, we're going to sit back and go, well, yeah, they beat Memphis and, and fairly Dickinson. That's why they got to the 316. When you change venues, I, I, I look, I, I was talking about yesterday. I was there in Oklahoma City when Northern Iowa beat Kansas. They knocked out the number one seed overall. They went, took on, on Tennessee, ironically enough. In, they went to Oklahoma City. They took on, I'm sorry, they went to um, St. Louis. They took on Tennessee and everything was different, different right. venue, different, everything. They got run out of the building by Tennessee, got killed. <laughs> Vol fan, Dan, I will get your hat done, sir. It's been very busy trying to get a sponsor and trying <laughs> to deal with everything else that we're dealing with yeah. this week and last week and next week might be, but I'm 100. He's counting. He's on day 60 of not having his Vol fan oh. Dan hat. BVB, it's coming. Relax. It's coming. Orange volunteer colors. You're going to get it. I promise you. Um, talking with uh, our guy, Tyler, yep. and stuff. Um, not that he's a Tennessee volunteer. Fan, I was going to say, he's in, he's in Knoxville. <laughs> you know, a bias. I, just a little, but he's, <laughs> he's a numbers guy. Okay. If he's a numbers guy, his strength of schedule is a big deal to me. Uh, 
I know, but like in a one gamer, it's not though. Okay. But you still have to talk about, I agree with you in a one gamer, but Florida Atlantic, I, I mean, they're 125th. Tennessee is 39th who they've played. It's a big difference in who they've faced. They haven't seen an SEC defense like this. They haven't seen what Tennessee is about to do to them tonight. I just don't think they score. But Tennessee doesn't score. Well, I don't know how. What, like, I mean, it, I mean you're making it, like, it, why is Tennessee going to be able to score on Florida Atlantic? Florida Atlantic's playing pretty good defense too. No, correct. But who they, they haven't played anybody. That's my point. It's like okay, totally Tennessee's this offense game is one twenty nine. For God's yeah, sakes, it's going down. It's not low enough. I would. Agree. It's not low enough. I mean. It's not. I mean, FAU's offense, their, their effective field goal percentage is 25th best in the country. And I totally understand that point. But again, who have you faced? Who have you played? It's 28th for efficiency. Who have you played? Tennessee's got the number one efficient defense, number three effective field goal percentage, and they've played the number one team in the country. Multiple top 10 teams. They've just seen a better caliber of competition. It's just, this is a perfect matchup for Rick Barnes for Tennessee to get to the Elite Eight and to win the game by double digits. What is his record in these situations? Not good. Rick Barnes is not a good, not a good tournament coach. Not it's the number one knock on everyone saying when it, when I put Tennessee, when I put Tennessee in the final four, the number one thing I got from people was like, you put Rick Barnes in the final four. Are you high? What are you doing? I said, yeah, I'm putting, ten- I, I'm that high on Tennessee. I, I, I think this Tennessee team, I think Bama's playing Tennessee in Houston for a right to go play for the national championship. And I think they're going to tell people, I think tonight will be the night everybody will go, whoa, Tennessee might be able to win the whole thing. Wow. I think Florida Atlantic win a game. <laughs> We're complete opposite on this. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I, 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 this is, I mean, this is why, this is why we watch it. Yep. You, you think under for the total? Yeah. I think under too. Like if you're going to take a, a stab at this pregame, go under. And then when it goes to one sixteen. At some that point, over, which it right. will most likely shoot for that over. Cause I mean, I'm not sure if the scores, window be. Yeah. I'm not sure FAU scores 55 points tonight. Oh, score. Wow. What's her team total? Um, FAU team total. I mean, the total in the game's 130, say. That's 65. 70 to 65. So team total for four, 67 and a half. No, no, no. So that's Tennessee. That's Tennessee. 60, 62 yeah, and 60. a half. Right. Okay. Under. There you go. Under team total for Florida Atlantic. It's juice. To the over. I, I, I think it's going to be, there's a couple stats to, to really monitor, but three point shooting is a big one. FIU shoots for their 41st and three point field goal percentage. Tennessee's number one in three-point percentage defense. If they can't shoot threes, big trouble. Blowout. <laughs> big trouble. And that's what I mean. You're playing that's- in New York. Biggest stage ever for these kids. Bright light syndrome. New venue. I mean, I I, I got to see. What was that score from Tennessee and you and I? Betsmart, do me a favor. Pull the number. When, when, when Tennessee beat Northern Iowa, in 2000, and I think it was 11 in the Sweet 16. What was that total? What was that score? I think they lost by like, right? I think they lost, lost by 18 points. Yeah, they got they housed. They got housed. <laughs> and they the got night, housed, it was a, and everybody was on them. 
Northern Iowa, right? Because they just everybody took right. the bait, right? Well, because they were the number, they knocked out the number one seed overall. They were a nine seed, much like Florida Atlantic is. They changed venues, and everything right. was different the right. next time around when they went to St. Louis. Tyler so, said he made the game six and a half and one thirty-eight and a half. Good, and, I laid five and, and a half. Good, is, and it's five now and one twenty-nine and a half. So there you go. But Tyler likes Tennessee and over. Yeah, numbers are moving the wrong way. I, I mean, I, I again, I like the under. I, I don't think FAU is going to score. If I'm wrong about that, that's fine. But I still think Tennessee, if they want to get into a track meet, that's fine. I think Tennessee can handle that. I mean, I love their guards. Even without Ziegler, I love Tennessee's guards. They're just so strong with the ball in their hands. You win in March with guard play. Senior Brigade member Roger Long said yes. the, it's up to the refs. If they let it get physical, FAU is done. Fair. And normally in Sweet 16 games, that's what that's happens. That's what happens. They let them go. Well, they let that's, them go. And then if they, I mean, if they defend the three and they can't get threes off, the big trouble. It's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get ugly. Ugly. Mm-hmm. Remember Big Trouble in Little China? And then, yeah. Look, Kurt, Kurt Russell, Big Trouble in Little China. That's what yeah. we got. Big Trouble in, in the Big Apple. Big Trouble in Big Apple. For, for FAU. And then finally, we got a game that, UCLA and Gonzaga total 145 and a half. <laughs> I mean, this is this is hard. This is a really hard game to bet. It's very hard to bet. Over. I don't think it's that hard. I like over. Okay. I mean, the number's a little high. Doesn't that shade to Gonzaga? Yes. I don't think UCLA wants to play a game in the over for, for an, an over game here. It's a little LA hat just because I don't have a UCLA hat, but mm. um, I mean, this is so rare. You never see the number one ranked efficient offense against the number two efficient defense in this stage. And they are literally polar opposites for how they want to play. Right. No, doesn't defense normally win out. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, so here's my strategy for this game. I have a plus 360 ticket on Gonzaga to win the West. The winner of this game wins the West, in my opinion. Okay. So the winner, whoever wins this game is going to win. So I'm going to wait until Gonzaga hopefully has a lead at some point. And then I'm going to take, because I have one unit bet to win 3.6 units back on Gonzaga. I'm just going to wait and I'm going to bet plus money, hopefully like plus 130, plus 140, and put a unit down on UCLA money line tonight. Oh, okay. Just to cover it. Right. So I'm not betting this game pregame. I've got no action on this game whatsoever, but I'm going to attempt to just get plus money on UCLA money line. There you go. Knowing, knowing that even if, and then if Gonzaga wins, I'm only going to lay 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 or one unit, whatever. And then I'll still be able to hedge off of it the next game as well. Knowing I have 3.6. If Gonzaga wins, I can win 1.6 or lose nothing. Depending who wins, Zags might be favored. Be perfect. In the next round? Yeah. Oh, they're going to be favored. Oh, yeah, yeah they're going to be favored. I, I guess either team they'll be favored, UConn or Arkansas. Could be pick them against UConn. Winner of this game wins the, wins the bracket. Wow. This is okay. the West Championship game to me. They're the favorite. I I, don't, I wouldn't advance them past yet. Anything could happen in another game, but yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I'll be glued. 
this is this is this is what I'm watching tonight. I want to. I want to. I mean, all the games are going to be pretty decent. I'm annoyed that they're at the same time. This is one of the things that bothers me. They could space these things out to single them out. They're worried about a blowout. I know, but it's they don't want to. They, I, they don't want to lose the audience. Have to bring them back. They want them going back and forth. Oh, so annoying. Used to say this all the time yep. in the book. Like we could do more handle if we did them separately, but absolutely, they're fine. standalone games. They all would it's make the best. Yes, yeah, going to just roll it over. Money line parlays, roll it over. Yes, but it's. I get the, the networks are very concerned that one of these games gets to be really boring. Whatever, and then they lose their audience and they start that's to freak fine. out. So, so that's yeah. So that's how I'm going to bet this with Gonzaga. Uh, I'm going to hedge off of it with UCLA with Zags, and I'll do the same thing tomorrow with Texas, most likely. Um, with that. Oh, wow. Tyler pulled all of the numbers for Izzo for his losses. Fresno State, Syracuse, Maryland, Duke, Yukon, Kentucky, Michigan, Kentucky, Kansas, Rutgers, Tennessee, Northern Iowa. Yes, that's smart. It's you and I is Northern Iowa. Yes. When they, when that game, what was the final score of that game for Bruce Pearl? In Tennessee, when he was there, he's pulling that for us right now, so we can we can have that. Uh, so I'll pass it along when we can. All right, so let's go to the NBA here. Oklahoma City, are they dangerous to you in the postseason? Um, they're eight and two straight up. They're eight and two ATS. They're almost out of the play-in tournament. And they are plus four against the Clippers tonight. How's this look? First time looks, on my head. Looks nice. I got this last year for $5. $5. Like, <laughs> Nobody wanted OKC. Right. Nobody wanted them. Nobody wanted the beginning of this season. Right. Nobody wanted them two weeks ago. <laughs> right. All they do is win. They're going to make the play in. Oh yes, that's yes. They're going they may get to make out. The play. They might get out of the play in. They're 36 and 36. They're a 500 basketball team. They are going to win a game in the play. Oh. They might not win two. Okay. But they're going to win a game. They're only they, a game behind the Warriors for the 6 seed to get out of the play in tournament. Be one of the best stories in the, in the whole season if they get if, the 6 spot. Right, <laughs> be fantastic. I mean, they could get the five spot. They're playing the Clippers tonight. They're a game and a half behind the Clippers. L.A. is thirty-eight and thirty-five. OKC is thirty-six and thirty-six. One and a half games behind. If they win this game, okay, you know they're basically you know the Clippers lose. T Wolves, oh, they won their last game. They don't play tonight, but I mean the T Wolves is a huge win, and that that's the one that's a mess and everything up. This is a huge game for the Thunder tonight. Huge game. This is a huge game for the Clippers tonight. True, but they Paul, but Paul George is out. So what's that locker room like? I mean, they, they don't have PG three for the next three weeks. The line moved up. It was three last night. Wow, it was two and a half in places, and they laid it. It's solid four, and Caesars is just sitting at four and a half. Going, why is everybody betting the Clippers? Or why are the guys? Rhombus right. is in the parallelograms. Why are they betting it? Like, what's going on right now? Huh? 
I'd be sitting in a book going, let him bet it. We're good. Who'd OKC just play? I actually don't Look know. Look at their last game. Oh. OKC. Last game for the Thunder was against the Clippers and beat them this by one. One of those two game sets. I hate that. Yuck. They've been sitting there. They just beat them. They so that that's why they're stewing. Clippers have been stewing on it. Well, no. So then what happens? The Rhombuses and the Parallelograms go, they can't do that again. Right. We're going to bet it. We're going to bet it the next. We're going to bet the, the, the other team. The so other team wins. Here's the run so far of the last 10 games for the Thunder. They beat Utah twice at home. Yeah. They beat the, they beat the Warriors at home as four and a half point home dogs. Okay. Lost by 31 on the road to Phoenix. Beat New Orleans on the road by 14. Beat San Antonio on the road by 12. Came home to beat Brooklyn by 14. Lost by 17 to Toronto on the road. Came home to beat Phoenix by four. And then beat the Clippers on the road. Now they come back home. It's been a weird travel stretch. It's not, for the right. It's not exactly a who's who of who's good in the NBA. There's some really shitty teams on that list. Yeah, but I mean, in the good teams, they lost to Phoenix by 31. They beat Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it's it, there's no shame in blowing a game and losing it by 31 if you win eight of your last 10. Like, I don't care how you lose or how many you lose by. Eight of 10 is best in the league. It's 80% of your games. I think they're live to win a game tonight. I, I I would let them, like I said, let them keep betting it up. I think it'll come down by game time. Like there were a lot of times the reason for this move in the morning is that either SGA isn't playing. Somebody's something, something's up for OKC. It has nothing to do with the Clippers. We know what we're getting with the Clippers. Every, I mean, or made the number with maybe not Kawhi playing, maybe playing. Now he's playing. So Kawhi's playing, Russ is playing, the Clippers are fine in that regard. We know PG's not. I like this. I like the Thunder. To win outright? Plus the points for sure. Mm-hmm. Plus the points. This is this is a the same game it was the other night. Come down to the last possession. I had plus four and a half, plus three and a half, and I was playing the Clippers on the money line. And then when I realized that they were not going to win the game, that's when I hit the abort button and started betting the shit out of the thunder on the money line, trying to get as much plus as I could. So <laughs> I think I think it comes back the same way. So my memory, just to be accurate, uh-huh. they lost to Michigan State in St. Louis. Michigan State won and covered in that game after they beat Kansas. But that Who game was the they, first game. Um, that was that was an easy UNLV. Oh, that's why that one was such a big deal in the book. 69-66, they beat UNLV. Yeah. I think it was the last time that was the last time the Rebels were in the were in the dance. 2010. Oh 2010? Yikes. I don't know. I just remember that game being such a big deal in the book. Like it was there was a lot of groans and moans, and I became a huge UNI fan because of it. Like there was a lot of pissed off people in the book and it was always kind of fun sometimes love, to watch people being love, pissed off in the book. I love Ben Jacobson. Oh, what a great coach he's been for Northern Iowa. Who was that, okay. that kid that hit the shot? There was like Ali Farouk Machine. That's yeah, it. It was a re- really straight. What Ali, what? Ali Farouk Manesh. Farouk Manesh. That's top five college basketball name of all time. It is. He's a great dude. 
Got Kevin a great family. Stoggle. He's a coach. He's a coach now. Yeah. So it's it's been it's been tremendous. Guys been, and girls in the chat, put your favorite your favorite college basketball player like different name, like like just uh, Ethan Roggy. That's a good one. I loved Roggy. Oh, what a great shooter he was. He was phenomenal for great. Fennis Dembo was my first one. Fennis Dembo was a guard for Wyoming, and they had a little bit of a run. And I was just like, Oh, the Dana guy's Dingle. Name is, what is it? Dana Dingle is my all-time favorite. <laughs> Dana Dingle? You don't remember UMass? Oh yeah, he was on UMass. Did he play with the other kids with the guards? Was that the, was he on that? The that good was team? that was Trevieso and Padilla and Marcus and, and Lou Rowe and, and Marcus. Dana Candy. Dingle was on that team. Uh huh. <laughs> now that you said that, I actually pictured him. I can't yeah. believe it. Dana Dingle yeah. with Cal with Cal party on the sidelines. Yeah. See what uh -huh. I mean? Like there's names. Bruiser just, Flint. Just, Bruiser Flint was the head assistant, took over for Cal when he left and went to the Nets. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Final four run lost to Patino in Kentucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fennis Dembo was my first one. He was, he was, he was just, he had a great run, but like, you remember like Tyus Edney. Oh yeah. UCLA. Great shot. Oof. Uh, I mean, Keith yeah, it's, it's why the tournament's so magical. It's, it's, an, it's, you know, Bryce Drew becomes, you know, the guy who hits a crazy shot for Valpo, does the dive that everyone, mm. you know, mimicked all over the country. Right. Becomes the head coach of, you know, Grand Canyon U. Goes and has a rock. We're a rocking party there watching Keith. Bryce Drew in the sidelines. Keith Dwory. Ooh. Oh, Jacques Vaughn. Khalid El Amin. UConn, yes. Oh, boys and girls, now we're talking. Go deep. <laughs> Go deep with these. Michael Jordan, stop. What? Keith What's Pierce just came with Jamar Nutter. Mm. I don't remember Jamar Nutter. What team did Jamar Nutter play for? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Go so you like Okay, see, what about the Cavs tonight? They won 7 of 10. They're laying 4 on the road at Brooklyn. Again. Like, have they been in Brooklyn for a week? Like, look at their last game. Right. Did they just play Brooklyn? I believe so. Kevin the line was the same. Um, they won 115 to 109 yeah. at Brooklyn. They're playing, you know, two days right. later, they're playing same place. Number is same. Same? Yeah, same. same. Four. Same result. It. Yes. Cleveland, <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. This is weird. These two gamers in the same city with a day off in between. I hate is it. Strange. It's like baseball. I hate it. It's a, it's doesn't a make any sense. Handicap. Yeah. It's oh, weird because man. we're down. I mean, we're, we're, we're down to crunch time now. Do you in, remember in this one? What? Well, I mean, there's God, sham God, of course. Yep. Right. Um, I, Richard Imba Mamute. Imba. Oh, yeah. Mamute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you say it? Mamute, right? I I, I don't Mamute? know. Kimba, uh, obviously Kimba Walker. Vontigo Cummings. Um, <laughs> this is it, it's always fun to, to to Google best college basketball names ever. Yeah, there was a kid. There was a kid named Chris Porn who Chris played. Porn. Who played for Elon College? Oh, or, did he get more than one game? That's great, Chris Porn. He should be Jacob, a brigade member. Jacob Turdipseed, who played for Nickel State. That's 
his name was Turnipseed. <laughs> yeah. What kind of that kid had to be tough as nails? Oh, remember Poo Williams? He took? Who? <laughs> Poo Williams. Poo Williams. Poo. Poo Williams. Poo like with Winnie a the P. Poo. Winnie, the, Winnie the Pooh. With a P. Yeah. Poo, Poo Williams. Utah State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, there's a guy on pit named Federico. Federico. <laughs> really? There's a guy on pit named Federico. Awesome. Federico. That's great. Double double entendre. That's they phenomenal. named the kid the same name as his last name. Is that like there has to be some reason for that, right? I don't know. His name's Federico. Oh, Federico. remember De- Deontay Christmas for Temple? Deontay Christmas. Temple. Remember him? No. Yeah. Oh, I remember him. An A ten guy? Was that an A ten oh, yeah. guy? Hell yeah. Yep. Deontay Christmas. He he could play. He was a good player. Oh, that's great. These names are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some of them I can't even pronounce. Etwan Moore from Purdue. It's just the best. Uh, uh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Names. A, we should do a segment. We'll 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 come up with names. <laughs> real, real or not or real? Not. Yeah, real or not. <laughs> Fake, that's something like Jimmy Kimmel would have done. Right? <laughs> but that's fun. That's actually yeah. like and we'll 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 come up with names from from college from yeah. the past. So uh the Knicks boy, boy. are Knicks are 24 and 13 ATS on the road. I'm done with this fucking team. Ooh, really? No, I mean, this week betting them. Whoa. They they got me the first game two weeks or two games ago. I jumped in in game. They were nine and a half point favorites at home. I laid 140. Tremendous number. Can't get that number anywhere on planet Earth. I got it. They were up two. No problem. Boom. They blow it in the fourth quarter. Yesterday, they go to Miami. I go on with Gump and everybody. We did a, uh, 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 what they call it? A bench ride, a hammer down bench ride. Oh, everybody. Mitt, Brucey, Gump, Tone, they all go, oh, we like the Knicks. Dave, come on, ride with us. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Group think. There's all these people watching. <laughs> what am I going to do? Say, oh, I'm fading all of you. I right. went in with them. <laughs> Fuck them. Done with the Knicks. Now they're laying three and a half. Yeah. I'm going to be a stooge. I'm going to bet them again. They're going to lose again. They're They're going to lose again. I don't think so. It's an important game for them. Every game's important. True. That's that's 100% true. We're down to Uh, less than 10 games for certain teams. Supposed to, you're 100% supposed to bet the Knicks again. But I mean, they're 42 and 32. They're two games ahead of the Miami Heat to stay out of the play-in tournament. Brooklyn is two games behind. Brooklyn's not in the play-in tournament right now, which is somewhat stunning. The 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 teams in the Eastern they're, Conference, no, they're, they're the sixth spot. They're in they're, yeah. right. They're they're out of the play-in tournament. They're not in it. I'm they're going to be stunned. in it. They could be. I mean, they're tied with the Heat right now. There's they're a, going backwards, so they could probably wind up in it. But Heat. Hawks, Raptors, Bulls. Currently, that's your play-in tournament. Nets are are, are out of it based on a tiebreaker, but they've lost four games in a row, so they're yeah. leaking oil badly. Uh, Cavaliers are out safely, but then the Sixers, Knicks, and our Sixers, Celtics, and Bull and Bucks have all clinched playoff spots. All, yeah, those are all three. Hornets, Pistons, Spurs, and Rockets have been eliminated from playoff contention. Everybody else is still technically live, but. Oh. If you're the Knicks, you're trying to make sure you stay out of that play-in tournament. Lost two games in a row, and you're not safe yet <laughs> to be out of that play-in tournament if things go badly. Oh, 
they got to win this game. This is one of the games you put in the win column against Orlando. You say, okay, we can win this. Listen, we got, uh, I can't tell, almost triple digits people watching the show right now. Go in the okay. chat and put Knicks, N-Y-K, or O-R-L for your pick. Plus the points. Three and a half is the number. Let's make sure the number's fair. You laying or taking? You I'm laying. You. You're laying. Yeah. You're supposed to lay. I love that people show up in Vegas and the, their message to me is, I'm here. <laughs> My favorite. There's, send me a DM. You know I'm what here. I do? What? So am I. <laughs> That's what I send them back. I'm, I'm here. here. So Good. am I. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, but like, I don't really like my DMS are open. I appreciate everyone who reaches out to me, but like when you announced to me, I'm here. <laughs> what title shot? No. Oh, just, no. no title oh. shots. No, that would be a different story. You can announce that <laughs> coming in for a title shot. You announce I'm here. <laughs> that's the, that's the you up text at 3 a.m. <laughs> that's, that's tremendous. We're all in oh. on that. We'll take that. Yeah. No, this is this is a yeah. male person announcing yeah. that they're here. I'm like, okay, hi, how are you? Wow, What's we got on? a lot of NYKs. Yeah, it's There's only I mean, the public's gonna Francisco, ride. Francisco, Orlando. No one's gonna bet. Bloodhouse, Orlando, and Periodakis, of course, the book guy, Orlando. Uh oh, JC from Casey is stealing Mikey Awesome's bit. What he's dropping you, the put ODU. <laughs> he's dropping the ODU. JC, <laughs> look at that. JC, come on, that's Mikey. Um, all right. Hockey. We talked about it with Moose a bit. Hurricanes and the Rangers. Hurricanes won 3-2 on Tuesday. Same mm-hmm. two teams, different venue, though. Different take result. The plus, right? Different result. You take the plus. Don't hate it. This is good. I mean, this is going to go back and forth. If these teams meet in the playoffs, it's seven games. Oh, right? I would sign up for that tomorrow. It's going to be a goddamn battle. Yeah. Is it set... I got to look at this again. It's set who Toronto is playing in the playoffs. Tampa. It's done. It can't be changed. There's no way it's set. I mean, Why? unless the season, like one team never won another game, like the way they're set up. Isn't that bad for hockey? That, it's you know, terrible. Three weeks out. We know, we know the matchup. They're talking about it last night on the broadcast. I was watching. They're like, well, you know, Toronto's playing Tampa. That's already set. Yeah. I was like, it's March 22nd. What do you mean? It's set. Like, how is it set? That's the way it used to be, though, back in the day. Like, the Penguins had to get through the Capitals, and then they had to get through the Rangers to get to the Adams division winner. You knew who you were playing way in advance. So, so bizarre. It's – it's um, I don't like it, but it's the way it is. So. Because the wildcard teams – so the Bruins play the worst wildcard team, right? Yes. Don't and the it. Penguins get. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't fucking say it. <laughs> so the Penguins. It's not evis- funny. They get eviscerated. And then. Don't <laughs> say it. Islanders play the Hurricanes, which could be a decent series, but Hurricanes win that series. So the benefit for winning your division is you play one of the wildcard teams. Correct. I'm not sure I like the way they format it. I think I'd rather have the wildcard teams play each other. What? Yeah, like the Bruins would play the worst, the worst team, the worst not like wildcard. I don't know. Like I, I figure out something else. Like I, I don't, I don't love. 
The, the wildcard tr- teams play each other? I don't know. Toronto's playing Tampa, like a play-in tournament, I guess. But, oh. And then you have, you know, eight. Or, 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 you can't play those hockey games. You can't play more. The playoffs yeah. are literally, I mean, guys guys play through broken bones. True. And the season ends, and then they go like, oh, just so you know, he was playing with, you know. Right. Cracked Man, the West, is, the West is so much better than the East. My goodness. What? In terms of, like, the race. Oh, the race it's is so, incredible. It's so, the races are so much more entertaining. Oh, you know, the, the races the are Pacific, almost the, set in the East. Everything the Pacific is, about. yeah. The, we, we don't even know. We don't, we don't know any of the seedings in the Pacific. Not at all. We don't know any of the seedings in the Central. Not at all. And we don't even know the wildcard teams. I mean, there's nothing set in the West. It's all up in the air in the West. Right. I love that. That's tremendous. That's going to make a ton. Of, that's going to be a ton of fun to watch coming down the stretch as to who's going to play whom and who gets right. what. Yep. So do you like do you like Rangers? I would take the plus. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. I would take. I like under. So this is now another three two game. Right. This is now something that I talked about this last night on the juice a little bit, but this is something we have to now pay attention to if you're going to bet hockey because the Penguins are not better than the than the Colorado Avalanche, but Colorado did Maybe. not give a shit last night. They were uninterested from the word go. And Pittsburgh is playing yeah, for its life. Interested. There was just a little bit of a lackluster effort. They didn't care. They were like, yeah, whatever. Penguins are playing playoff hockey right now. Yes, they are. And they won 5-2 last night. They did. Back-to-back Colorado versus in, to Dallas. Maybe one of the more difficult back-to-backs any team will have this late in the season. Picked up one of these. Look at this. Nobody wanted this lid. Look you at like this. Dallas tonight? Look at this thing. It's just nice. Um, and people are going to get mad at me. There's a lot of people from Pittsburgh to watch the show. They like the show. Just hit the fucking subscribe button already, <laughs> would you? Um, I don't know, man. Pittsburgh played really well yesterday, and Jari was excellent. Is he playing goal again tonight? He has to be. If it's not, it's a massive mistake. <laughs> he has to be. I feel like we got a shot at winning a series if he plays he- like that. He has to play tonight. The way he played last night, he has to play tonight against Dallas. Nationally no, televised no on ESPN. He's in the first period either. That's the other thing that kills those first period overs. Yeah. One power play between the two teams. Yeah, because nobody was skating. The first period sucked in that game. It was boring as hell. It was a very feel you feel out your opponent type game. It was very it was, because Pittsburgh is playing playoff hockey. Eh, kind of so you're going to play tight to the vest. You are going to take chances. Yeah. You're going to be more. You know, reticent to you know take a shot and not bust out on your own end. Uh, look at this, Jay Park. I'm sorry, Jay Park. I'm sorry. You like the stars tonight? Auto. Sorry. Oh man, Rainmaker five one two. Guys, don't get pissed off. Come on, <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to keep it real. The Penguins are on a back to back and just beat Colorado. Now they're going to play this. They're going to play Texas hockey. It's got to be the stars, boys. Florida's got Toronto tonight, so Florida could lose tonight, and then they could lose and still be in. They'll they'll be up by a point. Oh, damn it. I mean, it's going to come down to Florida versus Pittsburgh. This is now scoreboard watching between the two teams for for the rest of the way. I got got Rainmaker gave me the Penguin hat. I mean, I have it right here. Guys, don't get mad. I have the hat. You have the hat, but. but, (laughs) Yeah. But the fucking stars are going to win. At home, I I tend to agree with you on that. 
Uh, Vegas is at Calgary flames won seven to two. The last time these two teams got together, it was the worst performance for Jonathan quick in a Vegas golden Knights uniform so far mm. over six and a half again tonight in the barn in Calgary. I have no idea what to make of Calgary. Well, they're out They're in the same spot that the penguins are. I brought this up because this feels a lot like Colorado and Pittsburgh last night. Calgary has 79 points. The Jets have 83 points. Vegas is fine. They have 94. Calgary, I don't want to call it a must win, but this is a really important game for Calgary. They can't lose many more games, in particular at home. Right. They got to take care of business. Seems excessively priced. 145 is excessive? I mean, I don't know. It was a pick em game, and they ended up being a favorite in yep. Vegas. Yep. That's fair. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I just think I it means more. I don't give a shit about that meaning more. Really? I don't. I don't you saw it last uh, night with Pittsburgh, your own team. Uh, Vegas is just trying to get to the playoffs. I mean, they're trying to keep the, the Kings at bay, but I mean, I, do, do, does Vegas really care if, if they play? I guess they play a wild card team if they win. So I guess it doesn't matter. But I mean, Vegas is just trying to get in. They're in. Vegas is in. No, I know, but you. Vegas wants the games to be at home too. Fair. You know, I mean, they care. They want to win a division. Calgary is 16, 14, and four at home. That's why they're in this spot. Gotta play better at home. (sighs) Vegas, again, Vegas is a better road team than a home team. I like Under. Vegas, 27, sorry, 22, seven, and five straight up on the road. That's really good. They're a very good road team. And they're they play to the under more on the road? Um, they've been all over the place. They, they, they go through streaks where they're road overs. Right. They're kind of in the middle right now. Yeah. There's no real big trend. That's right. why I didn't bet this game. There's no trend to, to follow in this game. Leaning under. I'm leaning under. In Calgary, Four, though. Two, three, two. It's dangerous in Calgary. Yeah. It is. They just that barn. Just not, they, they I'm like, not a big fan of it. This is a hard game. They like I'm, I'm just wrong on Calgary right now. This would be one of those ones we go in the room, and you ask me that, like when we're sitting there, and, mm-hmm. and I just go, "I'm wrong on Calgary. I don't. I, I can't. My my number, my thing is my read on them is wrong. You know, I, I thought something was re- weird about that number the other night. They physically they out hit. The Knights, I think they said in the first period, they hit him twenty-seven to like eight. Wow! There was a there was a there was a mission statement. Punish them physically, and we'll win this game. And they did. Yeah, Vegas on the roads five four and one to the over. Calgary is four five and one to the over. So five four and one to the under. So flat. Both teams are basically been flat over the last ten games. Winning Vegas, winning Las Vegas just came in and she said Vegas has three people out tonight. Cool. So, uh, there you go. Maybe it's flames. Maybe. Um, here's a fun because people just like us talking about fun bets. I would not make this bet, but it's a fun bet. It's a tanking parlay tonight. A what? Tanking parlay. Fading the teams who are tanking. Okay. Montreal is tanking. Okay. San Jose is tank is tanking. Anaheim okay. is tanking. Fair. 
Take Boston, Vancouver, Winnipeg tonight on the money line is plus 176. Which one gets you? Um, I know maybe, which one of this is easy. Maybe Vancouver. Oh, no. Because they're playing so well. I, I makes no, it makes no sense why they've won seven of ten. You know which one I'm going to say gets you. The Bruins aren't losing tonight to Montreal. No, absolutely Maddie. not. No. Okay. It's not that at all. Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg? On the oh. road. Yeah. They throw up a stinker. Yeah, they throw up a stinker. They lose. Yeah. I mean, Winnipeg. that's not a bad bet if you like Win- Winnipeg. I mean, Winnipeg's trying Boston's to catch Seattle for, for the first. Thing. Yeah. Austin's they, not losing. And I mean, Winnipeg and Seattle are both trying to keep Calgary at bay. Game means a lot. I mean, it means a lot for Winnipeg. They can't. They the boys, the boys and girls in the chat have nicknamed, have dubbed this the Bedard, Bedardalay. I like Bedard, it. Bedardalay. I like that. The Bedardalay. I Bedardalay. like it. The Bedardalay. I like it. If I hear <laughs> fucking Bedardalay anywhere else today, I'm like coming it. at you. I like that. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you're watching and enjoying the show, Hit the fucking like button while you're here and hit the subscribe button. Tell one person. But if you take Bedard lay (laughs) and don't credit the BVB show or brigade, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Please. Bedard lay. (laughs) Do you like it? I think it could happen. Now I want it to happen because we're going to, I'm going to clip it tomorrow and say, you should <laughs> listen to us at the Badarle. <laughs> the Badarle. I made those 10 bucks on They fun. clip them yeah. after the fact. Right. And put them out. Right. I don't know if you've caught on to that in the algorithm with the <laughs> experts. <laughs> Fired the fuck up. Badarle. Uh, I love it. Whoever great. said that, you get a hat. Seriously, right? Whoever's name, whoever named that. That's Whoever phenomenal. said Badarle. Show yourself. That's good. I like that I'm a lot. Make your hat whatever you want. Um, okay, re- real quick. Although, are we saying goodbye, Sports Grid? We have to. I mean, yes. I think. The okay, Farrow, do we got to say goodbye? We got to say goodbye. I think we ran out of time. He said two minutes, so I think we think we're say good. bye. Okay. He's waving. Bye right. bye. Bye, Sports Grid. Appreciate it. We're back tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Big show tomorrow. Recapping of the two games here in Vegas and previewing the regional final. And then I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, but my guess is my outfit's going to be kind of fun tomorrow. So just just get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow my, tomorrow could be fun. <laughs> so roll call Friday tomorrow, Sports Grid. You guys live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move. Um. All right. Tay-Tay day tomorrow. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 70% of people in Texas support legalizing gaming. See, the stars had double meaning, double yeah. entendre here. I knew the Texas story. Seventy percent of the yeah. entire population is the second most populous state in the country. Based on how many, but how many people voted in this? I don't know. This just, alleged, I, it, it's alleged in the story. Thing. It's in the story. It just says in the story that seventy percent. So seven 70, out of the ten people called said yes. yes. Get us more. Even with polling results showing seventy percent favoring gaming. Yes. There are high-level executives, the gaming and leisure properties chairman and CEO. In Texas, Peter Carlino. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Say again what the name of this place is. What? The what? He he runs the Gaming and Leisure Properties Chairman and the CEO of that company. His name is Peter Carlino. Gaming and Leisure Properties. Like that's a company. Can you imagine? I want to go work for them. (laughs) He probably could have. What a great job. He said last week that Texas would be an opportunity for all of the real estate investment trusts 
in the gaming's operators to make big money, but he does not expect lawmakers to improve, to approve anything to go to the ballot this November. Texas, right there. Look at that thing. It's Texas. interesting because if public sentiment is pushing towards yes, and Governor Greg Abbott has been open to the idea, mm-hmm. while Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who is elected separately, uh-huh. has been staunchly anti-gaming, but he's starting to soften because he's getting the right paychecks and the right envelopes from his friends. Mattress Mac delivered it? Nah, more like Mark Cuban. And, you think he delivered it? And it's more like those guys. It's from it's from this new gaming commission, the, the, this Texas Sports Betting Alliance, which includes what Rick Perry is the spokesman of. Oh my. Picture Rick Perry right there on the screen. Okay. He's the head of it. He's the face of it. And so you've got people who are coming around saying these big money people in Texas are saying, hey, Dan Patrick, shut up. (laughs) Do us a favor. Stop doing this. You're going to ruin this opportunity to make a whole lot of money for a lot of your friends. So he's starting to back off on this, like, never not on my watch type of stances he's had. But it looks like not this year. But the problem is, if he doesn't get voted on this year, it's like it's like California. It won't get touched again till 2024, the end of 24, meaning it won't be legal until 2025 or beyond. So we're talking two, three, four years. Wow. So takes that long to talk about it because they don't meet the same way. They they don't meet every they don't meet all the time. Because the they're very busy doing their regular yeah. jobs or whatever they're doing. They can't have those meetings. Can't, can't, can't like speaking to, of meetings, it's very hard to get some fucking meetings. <laughs> we need to fucking have meetings about things. These people in these meetings call people and they answer the phone. Other people don't. Yeah, unfortunately. Meetings. So is this is this setting up to you? Because after I over a little further into this, I said, this is California all over again. It is. Right? They're, they're just it's, setting this up it's to different. just take everybody's money and it's, ain't going to get nothing done. I, I accept it's a little different because it's not going to be a ballot initiative like we saw with California, which caused all the spending. It's more behind the scenes type of spending. <laughs> like it's more, it's more trying. It's more, yeah. It's that, more beaks yeah. in yeah. the garage of yeah. the trading places. Yeah, with it's the not, crop report. It's not public. It's more like, <laughs> hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. Okay, uh-huh. well, I'll give I'll give you this more horse trading than it's going to be public like California. But yes, right? it has a very it has a very fam- a very familiar feel of like a lot and then nothing, all the uh-huh. hype and talk and then nothing. Uh-huh. So yeah, because like it's so different. People, it's 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 kind of probably like some people's title shots in that regard, <laughs> right? A lot of hype and then nothing. What? We're off sports grid now. We're on fucking late night. We're staying on late night. We can say this shit now. Ugh. This is the bonus stuff that people get. The bonus. 15 or 20 the bonus. Minutes. The bonus time. The BVB yeah. bonus reel. Oh, we probably should call it that. We should put now time for BVB bonus time. You know what? It's probably not a bad idea to create. Well, everyone it. else has fucking bonuses in this business. We might as well do our own bonus. That's actually, I actually really like that idea because we could actually we get off sports grid. We could run a promo. Say it's time for BVB bonus time. Right, where we really let loose and we I take our re- fucking hats off and really let it fly. I actually really like that idea. All right, we may need that. May have just you may have just started something. We have to go and 
That's how all this shit just comes. Just well, right I, mean, I really like that idea. That idea really works. It's called BVB bonus time. Uh, all right. And I'll really a sports book and sponsor it if you want to. Hey, Sean. <laughs> there you go. We need the money. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> uh, better, better to book it time. Let's go. I'm going to go down swinging one more time and see. Oh. I'm two and one on this. I'm still profitable on this right now. Here is a gift parlay. Let's go. Pittsburgh, Dallas, Winnipeg, Anaheim. Why you got to do the Pittsburgh one again? Because coming back for more. Well, this is not the way we're playing right now. It is for Dallas though. Dallas is eight and two to a gift over the last the ten Penguins games. Have been really, we're really good too till last night. Six and four. Yes, that's what I mean. I, I think it's okay because all of the hype and you know all the the sports books that wanted to put out and did their stupid bonuses and promo boosts. To that game last night, because they yeah. saw you, because they saw you on hammer down. So what all the, of a sudden, right? Yeah. They took that shit right out from everybody, from you. They saw you, and they went ahead. Oh, here's time to do a promo. Let's go ahead and do a a gift promo. And, never and, seen before. I've never seen a hockey. I'm sure it's happened at some point, but I've never seen it. And they called it a gift on top of that, which is very not everyone calls it a gift, FYI. So, yeah, that was interesting. I was like, oh, good. They saw Dave on hammer down. And I specifically said it came from the BVB show and the brigade and specifically PSU, PSU Auto, Auto gave them all props to every single one of them. Even Diggs said, oh, we love Auto. He's a friend of the show. Absolutely. Oh, Everybody can be good. friends. Like BR Betting has hundreds of thousands of followers. And yes. all they had to do was say, hey. Thanks to Hat Tip. That's all right. Just, just say thank you and, and tag the show Twitter, help a brother out once in a while. And what happened? They kiboshed the whole thing. So you ain't afraid. You're coming right back. I think it's the best time to come back because no one, because because no one's going to bet it again because they, they just got, you know, burned. Fuck it, let's do it. And then Anaheim in Winnipeg. Let's is, go. Anaheim Winnipeg has been, been very good to uh, to a gift. They are eight and two and nine and one, eighty five percent combined, seventeen and three. Full line change. Everybody, let's go. Let's 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 go. We're playing a power play unit. We're going for this. Yes, we're betting. And then this. second bet is Boston, Montreal, San Jose, Vancouver over one and a half goals in the first period. Oh, now you're getting a little bit rambunctious what? here. What Why? Bet against Boston, too. Montreal, first period over. Do you know Montreal is ten and zero in their last ten games to a first period? That's over. not the one I'm worried about. It's the other one. Vancouver's playing better. They are, but Vancouver is still seven and three, seven and three for both teams. First period overs, Sharks and Canucks. Canucks are a massive over team. So massive over team. I'm going to book this one because I'm worried about the San Jose Vancouver game. I'm not worried about the Boston Montreal game. Fucking Boston will probably have their own. That's what I Boston think. First yes. period team total over. They'll the score Canucks, in the first five minutes. Just overall, the Canucks are 42, 25, and three to the over on the year combined. 42, 25, and three. Yep. First period over? Not first period, just game over. But oh. they, they, they play game overs on the year. Um, They are, for first period over, they've hit at 52.8%. They are they them and the wild all year under 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 it's all flipped on its head over everything's over 
It's bizarre. They're tired. Our man Perry Udakis is in the chat. Johnny P, if you are responsible for getting a boost named or anything, you get a bonus. And I had of your choice, obviously, but you can get mm. a you get a dinner and all that other stuff. If you can get us a BVB boost on the DK. Mm-hmm. Because these other people were doing it. Get us a boost, right? Yeah. Uh, he came in and said it's Demco versus Reimer. Perfect. You're not worried? I mean, I'm worried about every bet I make, but... <laughs> Isn't that I mean, the fucking truth? I mean, every... That every is the bit, fucking truth. Every bet I make, I'm, I'm worried about it. People ask do. me, do you do revel in a good day? I'm like, no. And I said, what do you mean? I said, because I got to bet again the coming. next day. Bad days come. Relief. Oh yeah, I'm, without a doubt. There's no debate in that. It's not, especially in the in the space that we're in. Yes, winning is what they expect us to do. It's right. the losing that doesn't that, that is problematic. They used to say that in the book. Oh, you guys had a good weekend, huh? Yeah. Was anybody happy? No, nobody's happy ever <laughs> in here. No, they want you to win every fucking day. Never get off your back. You know, oh, and the favorites no. go fucking tw- what? Hoskins got hurt for the Phillies today. Doing what? Carted off the field with a non-contact left knee injury. Man, the Phillies just can't get gets a break. No. Now Hoskins is out and no Bryce. It just ain't meant to be. It's just, everything's a struggle. Life is such a struggle. Nice. Look, that must have been why Norm was calling me. He was sending me, first he called me, I put him the voicemail. I said, well, I'm doing the show still. He said, oh, I thought you started earlier. I don't ever know right. what time your show starts. Every right. fucking day, it's between 10.15 and 10.30 Pacific. <laughs> One of my best friends in life. He, he's right, though. It's ish. Anyhow, he was calling, and then he sent me a text. I got to read this now. He's probably like, uh, oh, I know you're busy taking over the world, but please holler at your boy once you're done. Oh. Okay. Wants to commiserate with Hoskins' oh, non-contact no. injury on the field. so sick. That stinks. Left knee injury, trying to feel the ground Good thing ball. we haven't done any previews yet. Right. We'll do that next week for baseball. Next week for baseball. Kansas previews. State plus one and a half against Michigan State. Betting it or booking it? It's like I get nervous. I start itching and scratching. I get a little bit like, what the fuck? It's a hard game. I got, I got really... I don't know. I got the, I got that queasy feeling that we're on the complete wrong side of this. I'm going to bet it with you, but I'm worried we're dead already before the game tips. You always say no one knows shit, so you can't worry about it. This then. is true. This you is just true. Nobody does. Who but cares? Who cares? Who's on like, the wrong like, side or the right side? Whatever it is, let's just see what happens. Play it out. Game might close pick or K State favored. Fuck. I hope not. It's going that way. No, I hope not. I don't want to see that. Stay right where you are. Don't move. <laughs> Told me no worry. No, right, right. Just don't move. Just line. Stay right where you are. Don't it's move. going stay that right way. No, don't move. Tennessee minus five and a half against Florida Atlantic. I'll book this one. I'm, we're, we're opposing forces here. I like the Owls to keep it close. I actually think they can win the game. Game's a dead under. My favorite play in the game is under. It's under 130. Double digit win. You're calling it. Ten is that what that means when you flash both hands like that? 10-point win. 10-point win. Yep. Oh, okay. Like I mean, it could, it could be. This will be good. Uh, Tennessee, 
tendency to win in cover. And then finally, UConn laying four against Arkansas. I no. bet UConn. Hold my nose and bet. Good luck, Karen. You. That's that one's all. That one is all you. You can have that one. I will book this one as well. And it could be again. It could be the complete wrong side. I've been underestimating or downplaying UConn all season long. I've only probably said once or twice, like during the season. Yep, I like UConn. It's mostly against. I've watched them play a total of a half. Oh, how much do you watch Arkansas then? Just a lot of the SEC games. Like, not, okay. I mean, I watch them a lot more, but I watch them two games. The coaching staff might be the, the, the tournament. The coaching staff watching might be the best part of the game for both. Like, just Musselman and Hurley are both psychotic. Yeah, they're complete. Complete nut cases. Complete nut cases. Both of them. So it's watching, yeah. yelling, screaming, freaking out, having mental breakdowns. Like this is it's a huge, it's a huge moment for UConn. It's a huge moment for the Big East. It's a huge moment because like I really do think Creighton's gonna win tomorrow. So you have one team in the the Elite Eight. UConn wins. You have two teams in the Elite Eight. Oh, we went good. too fast for the chat. They they, they were doing the better or book it thing themselves. Oh. Sorry. Are they betting it or booking it? UConn. Bet it or book it. We got I a bet couple. they're booking it. They're booking it. No. Guys, put it in the chat. If you're paying attention, come on quickly because we're going to get uh, – we're going to do best <laughs> thing about today and we're going to get out of here. I want to see what you guys say. Bet it or book it, UConn, Arkansas. Go. For minus four. Minus four. Oh, I really like the points. Would this one be the biggest upset to you today or FAU? FAU beating Tennessee is the biggest upset by far. Yes. It's a nine seed in the Elite Eight. Arkansas, I told you, I almost bet Arkansas. When I bet the Creighton future, I almost bet Arkansas to win the national championship at 40 to 1. There it goes. Now it's flowing. Bet, book, bet, bet, bet. Mikey, Mikey, awesome. UConn money line. Book, I don't mind that. bet, bet, bet. Money line, UConn and Floodhouse. Bet, book. Bet, bet. Wow. A lot of bets. Not too many books. I hope UConn wins and UConn's coach takes his shirt off. Just to make fun of Musselman, right? (laughs) Just to tease tease Musselman? Sure. Why not? Woo! Wow. Does he have to do that now every game? If, if Arkansas wins again, does he have to do it again? I hope the hell not. I hope he never does it again. So, favorite thing about today is what? Um, So, this morning... Discovered at my alma mater, a big conference. Okay. It was a very big conference there again today. I couldn't believe it. Penn State. I went there five years. I was the oldest of five. We all went to school there. It's a sports business conference, something. And they had sports betting experts there to talk about the sports betting space, take questions from students, talk about their lives, how they've worked so hard to get to where they're at and talk about where they're going, where they're going to be, how to get a job in the space. Talk about all these things. And these motherfuckers didn't even call me to come and be on a panel. I can't believe it. We are Penn State bullshit. <laughs> Look how red face you are. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I can't 
kids probably downstairs going, Daddy, relax. You got heart problems. No, I'm good. Fired the fuck up. But these people are having sports betting experts. I don't want to be an expert. I'm far from an expert. Nobody knows shit. But I, went I wouldn't to say I wouldn't say you're far from an expert. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's not how I classify. I'm you just saying. I'm knowledge. still learning. But God, please, can I get it on this panel next year? It'll be entertaining as hell. We'll bring the whole brigade. <laughs> I want to go show you my dorm. Half of Pittsburgh's gonna show up. <laughs> Who? Half of Pittsburgh will show up. Let's go. We'll get them a bus and everything. <laughs> oh my God. Just had to get that off my chest. That's my favorite thing about today. <laughs> the BBV after bonus real is bonus a real time. thing. We're going to do that. bonus time. I, bonus I'm, we're we're, we're calling it that. It's time for BBV bonus time. I absolutely love that. Can we sell it? Sure. Sponsor that shit. That as one's my, cheap. That one my, is going to, you're going to get the hometown <laughs> discount. If you sponsor the BVB bonus time, you talk to P. Ralt and me. We'll make I like sure it. Farrah well, it's it's, shit it's funny. That was my, uh, my, my, one of my first bosses used to say when someone says it's something for sale, is it, if it's not nailed down, it's for sale. <laughs> 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 so answer is yes. What's your favorite thing about today? My favorite thing about today is that I have to go and figure out what the fuck I'm wearing to the concert tomorrow because <laughs> I have my daughter all done. I'm getting my hair cut at three o'clock and then I got to figure out what I've been asking everybody. What the hell does a guy wear with an eight year old daughter? So I don't look like a pedophile going to a Taylor, Taylor Swift concert. I'm 45 years old. I'm going to be one of the oldest people in the building. <laughs> like, like so I, I'm very much like, what the hell am I supposed to wear to this thing tomorrow? Uh -oh. I really don't know the answer. I have my, my daughter's things all done out. We're having her hair. I mean, she's not going to sleep tonight just because she's bouncing off the wall. She's so excited for tomorrow. We got a merch. I, I feel like I have to go down there to go to the merch tent because there may be no merch left tomorrow. No, you don't. Is there going to be merch tomorrow? Like, yes. I don't know. Tractor trailer Relax. might get sold out. So I feel like I got to do that tomorrow so it's just a, it's a very it's just a weird moment because of there's this countdown has been going on for months and i've never done this with my kid before and I've, she's never been to a concert before and there's seventy five thousand people going to this thing tomorrow night i gotta i don't know it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a fun tomorrow's gonna be a fun show i'll be i'll be on one tomorrow so it'll be an so my favorite thing about today is it's almost tomorrow so one friday. more day and we get to roll call friday you know roll call friday means a lot. Oh my God. Well, a lot I mean, you got the concert. We got the boys, the girls now in the brigade. This is going to be a hell of a show tomorrow. But now we got the bonus time. I mean, this is the things are just happening every day. It's fun. It's, it's fun. Tomorrow, do not miss it. 10 15 ish. Ish. Roll call Friday. <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow, brigade, for a roll call Friday.